Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call in this afternoon. We're going to be spending an extraordinary amount of time focused on the fact that this country is no longer a democracy, how there is the bully pulpit of the media that is out there, and that they want to silence any and all opposing voices. By the way, you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV. If you'd like, you can go ahead and uh, delay us uh, by podcasting us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also uh, find us at Rock of Talk TV and rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to the rockoftalk.chat site as well. We've got a lot to get to this uh, afternoon. Uh, excuse me, uh, Dowd is uh, doing some research, so he'll check in with us shortly. You can see him very feverishly working. Could not be happier about the stuff that he's working on. Uh, he couldn't be. He's very excited that I've uh, set him on fire uh, <laughs> and focused on one thing. But we start today with Steve Bannon. And it, I told every single person, that I said, I said, the one show that you have to watch, the one of the reasons for you getting a Roku is to make sure that you have real America's voice. Okay. Steve Bannon is a true patriot, a good man. All right. Fighting for the foundations and the freedoms that this country was built upon, the constitutional republic that we inherited and for as long as we can keep it. I oftentimes use many of the things that he says, signal, not noise. You hear the way that he thinks about things. He allows people to speak. And I think he does a good job of conducting himself on a number of different fronts, including the election fraud. He was the mastermind behind Trump's victory in 2016. And uh, you saw the new polls that came out today. Uh, they were the first of its kind. And it has Donald Trump at 51% against Joe Biden's 40% if an election were to be held today. I will tell you that... Uh, Trump is out and about. He is burning up the phone lines. He is making phone calls. Uh, I am within one degree of separation of Donald Trump right now as it stands. And uh, there's a lot to report here from New Mexico. Brief history, very quickly before we get into Steve Bannon, let's recall that I was runner-up state party chair for the Republican Party. Uh, let's not forget I was also second uh, in the CD1 race, uh, which I was clearly first until they stuck in a Protest candidate Mark Moores, uh, within the last 15 uh, days, the protest candidate Mark Moores, who jumped into the CD1 race, who was with uh, the likes of Kelly Fajardo, uh, Alonzo Baldonado. Uh, I'm going to be dropping a lot of names, so you might want to take notes. And if your name is called, yep, you guessed it, you are guilty as charged. And then, of course, running for the mayoral race, because we didn't have a Republican, would have been the first time. I wouldn't call that a protest vote, Mr. Rockwell the new chair, and now that you've installed your new cabinet by way of a coup uh, after a forceful and sad resignation of a woman I didn't even like, uh, but you wanted to go ahead and uh, create disarray. So here we start today creating the disarray directly for the Republicans here in the state of New Mexico. Now, my focus is going to be wholeheartedly standing behind every Republican that's running in their race. That's my job, period. Okay. 
That's what we want. There is no opposition. We know that they've already taken down KKOB. KKOB is no longer a conservative uh, radio station. Is no longer a even a Republican radio station. Out with Rush Limbaugh, so went with everything else. And uh, save me, spare me the Mark, or excuse me, the Mark Levin talk that you oftentimes so often do. Now, many of you have referred to me locally as, oh, you're the Trump, or you're, you know, this guy or that. But Andrew Breitbart, I've been referred to as. Steve Bannon, uh, you know, there's no reason to compare me to anything else. I just do what I do. I care deeply about the city and the state, as you do. You hear it every day. We're committed to making this place a better place. And so, you know, the mayoral race, unfortunately, is over. Tim Keller has decided to go ahead and start adopting the very policies that we were championing, just like he adopted the one ABQ Remember that? Yeah. Uh, go look at the registrations for 1abq.com and see when I registered mine versus when he registers. I'm happy to be able to be of some influence and to bring good ideas because we read all the time. Dowd reads all the time. We talk to people. We get involved. We see what's really happening. However, most of the people who are involved in party politics, with the exception of the people who are part of uh, RPNM, and I just want to say that the good people of RPNM have been doing everything they possibly can to bring the Republican Party back around. And I want to suggest very strongly that they deserve the credit for any gains that you may have seen anywhere in the state because they are doing a good job. Steve Pierce, uh, they have a great new uh, executive director in Kim Skaggs. And then, of course, you've got uh, Victor Torres. And these are people who want to help people and anybody, anybody who's a Republican. Now... Let's go back to Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon was the architect. He was the person who set into motion the mastermind, if you will, the things that got Donald J. Trump elected and restored some level of sanity after eight years of a very dark period during the presidency of Barack Obama. We know that our country is headed towards anti-democratic values, dare I say, socialist slash communist. The moment that Donald Trump said in the greatest history and the greatest uh, State of the Union speech that we've ever had in this. And you saw Nancy Pelosi tear it up. And he said, we will not be a socialist country. Those people are doubling down and stupid always doubles down. And you're going to hear why I'm upset today. OK, I'm just going to lay it all out for you as Dowd's uh, putting together all his uh, information. Stupid will always double down because it's stupid like the guy who hits on 17 at the 21 table, right? Screws it up for everybody else, including himself. And the house guy always ends up keeping the money, right? Because you took the one card that could have belonged to the next go around. It's just something that happened. That's what we're playing with. We're playing on a 21 table where we're constantly going to have people taking hits on really stupid bets. And we've gravitated towards this socialist communist because it's force, right? It's coercion. It's we don't care about your freedom of speech. We're going to come take your guns. We're going to come take your speech. Then we're not going to take Well, we're going to take your jobs when you don't get the jab and you don't do what we tell you to do. By the way, the highest fatality rates are having are now amongst those people who are taking the booster shots, just so you know, on the uh, jabs as it stands. All right. So Steve Bannon being the architect. Being the person who set up all this stuff is somebody who doesn't believe in control. He believes in strategy, signal, not noise. And 
he is largely credited as the one person who got Donald Trump elected. Well, now he's going to be paying for the sins, or at least that's what the mainstream media would have you believe. These are nothing more than misdemeanor charges, if you really think about it. These are really small things, okay, that that, that are trying to make him guilty for the January the 6th. The only person who died on January the 6th was a Trump supporter who was shot by a government agent. Let's not forget. And the other five people who died outside of the Capitol, all Trump supporters as well. Where's the outcry on any of that? There isn't. There will not be. The media won't let it ha- let you have it. So this from the San Francisco gate. This is coming from the AP. Steve Bannon's indictment on contempt of Congress charges is the first, is the nation's first since 1983. And his appearance in federal court provides a rare glimpse into one of the U.S. lawmakers' politically messiest and least used powers. Now, what's really important here is that they had to dig in deep to figure out a way to go after Steve Bannon because they're worried. They know that whether it's Joe Biden or whatever Democrat they come up with, that a Republican is likely going to get elected in 2024 if this keeps up the way that it is. Says the last successful prosecution reaches all the way back to Watergate and its aftermath when Hawk Radio. G. Gordon Liddy and Richard Kleindenice were convicted and pleaded guilty for refusing to answer congressional questions. Bannon is facing federal charges for refusing a House subpoena to tell Congress what he knows about the lead up to the January 6th Capitol attack to interrupt the certification of Joe Biden's election victory over President Donald Trump. The last indictment three decades ago was less historic. A federal environmental official under Ronald Reagan failed to heed a House subpoena. The official, Rita Lavelle, who headed a super fund, would go on to be acquitted of the contempt charge, but later was convicted of lying to Congress. She was sentenced to six months in prison and fined $10,000. For what? They're literally coercing people back then, and they're going to start doing it now. If you won't talk, if you don't do what we want you to do, We are going to go after your assets. We're going to go after you. We're going to go after your voice. We're going to go after your personality. We're going to make you, we're going to illegitimize you. By the way, back in that case, Lavelle was a member of the Republican administration. While Democrats controlled the House, the Justice Department had been wary of prosecuting such cases when the White House and the House of Representatives are controlled by opposing political parties. While the contempt law doesn't differentiate in any way between a Republican or Democrat president or Congress, it tends to break down along those lines. This according to Stan Brand, who served as a former House counsel when lawmakers referred to the EPA chief of the U.S. Justice Department for criminal charges. So prior to that, the majority of contempt of Congress cases were in connection to the, here we go, folks, the House of Un-American Activities Committee. When I put these things out and I tell you that this has caught fire, not just nationally, but locally here, and we're going to get to that in our next segment, where we're going to talk about what's happening to me and the radio station, okay? And not by, not by just Democrats, folks. This is Democrats and Republicans getting together to do this. This is the conservative voice. This is the Republican voice here in the city of Albuquerque, and they are motivated, okay? 
the House of Un-American Activities, but a number of those were eventually overturned due to procedural failures. Democrats control the House. White House's lawmakers are probably the worst attack on the U.S. Capitol in two centuries. Here it is. Which occurred with Republican Trump at the White House calling for, for protests. But even with the current unique circumstances of the play, prosecution of these charges rely on a law that hasn't produced one single conviction in decades and could take years to litigate. But that's what they want. What do we know about Democrats? They want to litigate. They want to tie you up. They want to punish you. They want to hurt you. They want to draw it out. They want to make you feel pain. They want to ruin your life in any of these scenarios. Isn't that what they're doing right now with Donald Trump and the rest of the people who are surrounding him? Isn't that what's happening right now with me? Recall, if you will, last year, Thanksgiving Day, you were enjoying yourself. Lots of snow produced during at that time. Then we had our Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 422 in the morning. Two men didn't look that bright. One wearing Converse. Drove to the top, drove to the very top of the mountain in about three feet of snow. We have the video, even though I'm not supposed to play it. Don't play that video. We did not give you permission, Eddie. Even though it was your property that was destroyed, Eddie. Even though it was the people's airwaves, the Kiva, Eddie, that was shut down. You shouldn't tell people about what happened. Don't show who those people are. Two people to the top of the mountain, unmasked, go to take out a translator, an FCC-controlled translator, regulated translator, committing a federal crime. By the way, I'm told, not only by my security team, that are for hire to look into this, but also by the BCSO, and also by the Albuquerque Police Department, as well as the state police department that, well, this belongs to the FBI. Then I'm told that the FBI has this under control and they brought these people to justice. But what justice? I never heard anything. I never received any sort of it. My advertisers didn't get their airtime back. I didn't get the translator back because I said, if I don't have control over it, I don't want it. The people didn't get their FM station back. They literally, where'd you go, Eddie? They literally silenced you. They silenced the voices that you enjoyed listening to. Because I decided if I didn't have control over my own translator and I couldn't get into the building, yet two people could go up at 422 in the morning on a Sunday after Thanksgiving and take it down, and they didn't have to restore it literally for three weeks, and they restored it for one week, and then I said, I don't want it. That's what happened. That's what they're doing to Steve Bannon. They're taking out his translator. They're going to take out his ability to communicate. They're going to take out his ability to go ahead and exercise his freedom of speech, which is exactly what is at play with me right now. They want to take away the Kiva. And they're not going to be nice about it. And it isn't, Repub- it isn't just Democrats. It's Republicans. The Democrats... Karen Montoya has issued a ethics board investigation into my promotion of my candidacy on these airwaves after I gave absolute and total availability every single time and preface nearly every single segment, if not every single segment, 
and they want to trouble the Board of Ethics to listen to more than 70 hours of my radio station in City of Albuquerque Chambers. And this is led by Karen Montoya from the left, a PRC district number one representative, and then Bill Ream, Republican, on the quote-unquote right, who want to go ahead and remove my radio station from me. Remember, there is no election. There's no election for Donald Trump. Okay, Nothing there. (laughs) We're not electing him this year. But if we can take this out, we can prevent 2025 for happening for Eddie Aragon. We can prevent 2024 for happening for Donald Trump. I was my own Steve Bannon, so don't even get into that whole comparison. But they're going to silence and prevent and restrict your ability, just like KKOB did on their airwaves when they won't allow and dumped. And we have hours upon hours of our phone calls and my name being dumped. Over and over and over again. This is why I tell you folks, you don't live in a democracy. You don't live in a place where you have freedom of choice, where they don't basically present all of the candidates. And they have this, and they're going to go ahead and slander here and do this and do that. Now I'm just on the AM side of the dial. You know, what's really funny is there's people who are like, well, he made that up. He did that. Or... Oh, he made up that his car got stolen. Wow, you're you're really stupid. Clearly got impounded. We got money back on it. The whole car got stolen. You can't set that up, you idiot. But people put that out there. Oh, well, let's go after him for this. Let's go after him for this. You know what? Donald Trump did a good thing. He didn't take no for an answer. He kept on. He stayed persistent. But who were Donald Trump's biggest enemies? Were his biggest enemies on the other side of the aisle? They weren't. The biggest enemies were the people that were in his party that didn't want to see him. And even now to this very day, knowing how much Donald Trump good he can do, they're like, no, we just we're fine with his policies, but we don't want Donald Trump to be in office. We're fine with all the things that he did, but we don't want Donald Trump to be in office. Now you are paying for your sins. Nationally, Republicans, for all of you who wanted to go anti-Trump within the party, now you got the country that you got. I think it's pretty fair to say you reap what you sow, and you sowed a lot of it within the party. Now the very same thing is happening within this state. I ran for no less than three things. State party chair, CD1, oh, and they made all sorts of lies. The, the protest candidate, Mark Moores, decided to go ahead and uh, issue all the, he only had to like send out 40 mails and make up a bunch of lies about something that wasn't even mine. The lengths that we will go to to destroy ourselves is unbelievable. This is why we cannot have nice things. I would have won the mayor's race. Had I gotten through and the whole thing was about setting up a runoff, which is exactly why we didn't have a party and didn't do anything, is I wanted to create a runoff because I knew where we would be. There'd be 110, 115 plus murders. The economy would still be in the dumps. There'd still be mass vagrancy everywhere. People would still be very unhappy and say, you know what, we want a different alternative. And Instead of all the noise about 
Manny Gonzalez talking about sex, despite the fact that he was on stage with Mayor Keller four years before that, literally the night that he took office. I would have been able to get rid of all that noise that was Manny Gonzalez and these Republicans and all these people. I wasn't creating noise. I was the only one talking about the issues. Notice during the entire, the entire mayoral race, that there was no discussion about issues. There was a discussion about Manny's be- Manny being fraudulent, Manny being a liar, Manny stealing, Tim Keller stealing, Tim Keller having this going on, extracurricular activity outside of his familial life. There's all this other talk about anything but the actual issues, and this is what the people of Albuquerque at that time need most. Nationally, what we need is to be talking about the issues that we need, not about Trump, not about Bannon getting indicted. We don't need any of this. This is all noise. 100% of this is noise. You don't want a good country. You don't want to be successful. If you are focused on anything, that's what government is supposed to be doing, solving problems, not creating more problems just because they're on the other side of their political opponent. I'm upset today because there is a concerted effort to silence any and all voices. Whether it's coming up with new things like the New Mexico Sun, that idiot publication created by Carla and Larry Sontag, and in a way to try to legitimize themselves politically. This is, these are two individuals who sued the Republican Party. And they are in charge of something called a New Mexico Business Coalition. A farce of an organization. Or you create something like, was it the NM Source, which was just newly created by four journalist activists who say, oh, our voices are being shuttered. No one's listening to us. And all they do is just attack, attack, attack Eddie Aragon and the Kiva. I'm like, well, what, what's wrong with the, everything else that, that's out there? <laughs> yeah, because we're over. We're over the territory. You know that you're over the target in the territory every single time that you're getting attacked. And this goes without saying. And I'll say one final thing before Dowd and I take a break and then we bring it all back because we're going to start going through the Save Our City Pack. And we're going to identify all of the Republicans that are all part of the problem. Okay, Now that they have consolidated their leadership in a pretty meaningless organization at this point. Okay, And remember, The organizations are just an apparatus to help you execute. And they only work if you use that execution together to win an election. And let me tell you, these individual candidates have been winning their elections on their own. Lori Robertson is going to win her election in spite of. I'm going to get on the ballot in spite of. We did that to get in the mayor's race. Dan Lewis wins in spite of. You have to think about that. Wouldn't it be better if we had what the Democrats had, where we all got together and we all worked together, and we worked together to elect Republicans instead of reaching across the aisle and trying to get along with Democrats? We know that Democrats aren't trying to get along with us. Why does your Republican leadership so eager to reach across the aisle and work with them? Why do you have Republicans supporting Democrats for any race at this point? 
If your gubernatorial candidate supported a Democrat, let me tell you, do not support that person. You can't trust them. Okay? They should be Democrats. We wear teams. We wear colors. We have jerseys with our names on the backs and the fronts of them that say who we are. But the politics is turned into complete and total sludge at this point. If you didn't support Trump in 2020, I attacked you. Simple as that. If you didn't support Republicans in 2021, I attacked you. Okay? And that will continue. And you will not remove this radio station from me or from the people. There are so many people who are so incredibly dependent upon this radio station every single day. Every single day. They need it. So one thing that has kept them sane, that is for sure. Dow, give us a little preview on the <laughs> next segment. Your hair is... Uh, ladies beautiful. and gentlemen, just let me apologize ahead of time. This is a three-week project that was given to me an hour ago, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm making my, my way through it. Uh, not only on the cont- contribution side, Eddie, but on the expenditure side, where some of that money is going is awfully... Where some of that money went uh, is awfully interesting as well. So... Um, you know, again, I'm not part of this campaign. I don't, I don't do any, I, I'm not, I don't do politics. But when you start looking through these records, there is ample evidence to support everything Mr. Aragon is saying. Let's just put it that way. And we will do that. We'll do that when we return. And uh, we'll make sure we've got several journalists, the Albuquerque Journal is listening into this today. We also have, uh, in addition to that, a couple of uh, conservative bloggers. We're also listening uh, to this today. Uh, we do expect them. We'll see whether or not they decide to go ahead and document and report on this. I will be, I guess, in court on Friday um, by the, uh, the to the rifles of one Democrat, Karen Montoya, and one Republican, Bill Ream, along with uh, Bill Ream supporters. And in addition to that, one all to all to uh, support all to support a Democrat sheriff lawbreaker, Manny Gonzalez. Manny Gonzalez faces no less than two felony counts if the if they should file this stuff and go through. And from all accounts at this point, it looks as if Hector Balderas, it looks as if uh, Raul Torres, all of these people uh, are going to be going after uh, Manny Gonzalez. So this is who they wanted to go ahead and back. This is the the, the horse you wanted to go and ride in on. And that is uh, completely and totally fine by me. Not to mention, you know, it it didn't take a whole lot of smarts to get him to self-incriminate himself on stage during the Channel 4 debate, uh, which he basically stated that it was his political campaign manager who was working in conjunction uh, with the um, MFC. And no, that will not be removed. If you're going to go ahead and dig your feet in the dirt, I'm happy to do it as well. If you want to go ahead and expend resources and try to take away the conservative voice, this is a battle for your lives, folks. They want to remove your voice. They want to remove the voice of opposition. They tried to make fun of me because I was the unvaxxed candidate. They tried to make fun of me for every reason they possibly could. If you're not going to stand with me, I'm okay with that. Just make sure I know where you do stand so we can aim the rifle directly at you. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and text in. Uh, 432 back and forth. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings all at rockoftalk.chat. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firms, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, this is Mark Minacucci with the Minacucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Three six eight three. This is the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA Albuquerque. Hey, kids, rock and roll. Nobody tells you where to go.
What if I ride? What if you walk? What if you rock around the clock? What if you did? What if you walk? What if you tried to get off? Nobody tells you what to do. Hey, hey kids, shake your legs. Maybe you're crazy in the head. Maybe you Four thirty-eight here in the Kiva little REM drive. Hopefully you get uh, why I'm playing that song. It's the good one. Miss REM. I'm, I know you miss REM probably a little bit too. Doubt. Yes, they were, indeed. They were original. I've been singing their song Rock Salt all day. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I've been writing about Rock Salt <laughs> of all things. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, good one. And uh, that's taking place tonight at six p.m. Is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, on the Fox Business Channel, I believe. Okay, yes. very cool. Uh, that's uh, what, What's his name again? Uh, Mike Rowe, the, the blue-collar hero of America. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I think my sister's a fan of his. Yeah. Um, who wouldn't be a fan of it? Yeah. Is uh, Americana, and he uh, tells it, he, he'll set you straight. You're welcome to uh, jump in. Let me uh, preface this. We'll doubt uh, process some T's, dot some I's, uh, and uh, we, we don't expect anything formal. But Dowd's a perfectionist. He generally just nails things. So, you know, to kind of uh, go through this type of, endeavor that he's doing at the last second um hey well it's just the sheer volume i mean if, if it were just yeah. if it were just something that i could tick off in a second it, it's just you know there's a lot of financial reports and i'm just looking right now eddie at the pack not the campaign itself because right. the campaign itself never really thought it would have to raise any money because they wanted their 600 grand from the taxpayers like tim keller right. big conservative uh that manny gonzalez is he was going right. to take a 600 grand from the taxpayers well he is a government employee <laughs> let's not forget that uh, tim keller was a government employee uh, as well. I don't have the phones forwarded yet, folks, so if you don't mind uh, holding off on that, I'd appreciate it. And I'm not subdued. I'm just uh, trying to prevent uh, some extraordinary uh, ways that I'm feeling uh, to come out. Uh, Eddie, your station is the only sane thing left in this loony place. <laughs> Mike Rowe rocks. Yes, he does. Uh, Ooh, wow. Has Manny reported any legal fees? Have they reported any legal fees in their pack either? Um, well, I have that. I have that answer for you if you want. <laughs> uh, do you want to go ahead and say it? Yeah. Um, listen, when I, I just started looking at the forms, the most recent filing forms. Now, in, in campaign finance, I know we ha we talk to real people on this show, so uh, non political hacks who probably don't know a lot of the terminology and the proper forms and the proper red tape for this. But you are required to disclose your expenses, whether you're running your own campaign, a candidate committee. Or I guess what's is MFC? It's called at, this, yeah, at the, at the municipal committee. level. Uh, yeah. You might also you probably know it better as a PAC in other contexts. So I've been looking at the most recent, um, the most recent filings, and one of them, I guess, the second biggest donation was actually a donation in kind that I've come across. And guess what, Eddie? Funny you should mention legal services. Two thousand five hundred and eighty-nine dollars uh, in kind legal services that uh, rendered uh, or reported 
on October 20th. And I guess that was uh, that that work was offered by Pat Rogers, who I believe is active in the Republican Party. Um, that's a nice little. Pat um, Rogers not doing well these days. I hear he's uh, he's he's terminal. Oh, interesting. Maybe yeah. it was his firm, you think, or. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I thought he was sick. Uh, but that $2,589 with the in-kind legal services cannot compare to Harvey Yates. Uh, I guess he's associated with probably a bunch of corporations, but this one was listed as the Jalapeno Corporation. Mm. Uh, on October 20th, 5000 straight dollars, straight donation to the PAC. You don't, um, you don't, you don't say the, the Harvey Yates. The, the, the Harvey Yates. The, the Harvey. Uh, and the those are, I guess, Republican. Republican you know, I, I know Harvey the names. Yates, okay. I don't keep up with this stuff. I, they're not elected officials. Uh, we have three just in the most recent reporting period who gave a total of, let's see, 3,500. Uh, Bill Ream, you've heard Mr. Aragon mention that name. He's an elected Republican at the. No, uh, slow down, uh, please. Uh, yeah. Go as slow as you can. Okay. Um, R E H M, uh, his name is Bill Ream. He's elected to the State House, the State House of Representatives Republican, I guess. Uh, he gave $1,500 to Manny's uh, PAC. And, and that would be Bill, Bill Ream. That would be Bill Ream. William. Police officer William Ream. He gave it in early October. Uh, we have another elected official. Uh, she is based out of Los Lunas. And I frankly, I, Eddie, I don't even know if her district really even touches the city, but she was interested in this campaign. Uh, Kelly Fajardo, she gave $1,000 on October 12th to oh. the PAC for Manny. Mm. And, while, and she is a Republican. I believe that there was a press release for her today by the Republican Party. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. they, they, they put it out very proudly. In fact, it was Matthew Garcia Sierra. Oh, by the way, I was referred to as a protest, protest candidate. Okay, you were on the ballot. I mean, I don't yeah. Know. I don't okay, know. Uh, and then the third elected official that I've run across, and believe me, there's a lot more here, too. Well, well uh, I want to make sure we go and put every single one. Sure. I mean, this sure. is public information. Um, give me three weeks and I'll get it done. Um, <laughs> is is uh, Alonzo Baldonado also... Oh. Based out of Los Lunas, uh, an elected official in the roundhouse, he gave $1,000 on the 25th of October, just as the election is uh, coming to the end. Now, hmm. just to clarify, ladies and gentlemen, these are these candidates aren't giving their own money. They're giving their, their candidates committee money. So wait, is, so wait, wait. So people who donated right. to Alonzo Baldonado, they essentially, or Kelly Fajardo, by the way, they're, they're like peas in a pod everywhere they go. They were, they were hanging out with Mark Moores, you know. All the ETA stuff. Peanut Remember, butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, okay. Chocolate <laughs> and peanut, whatever you want. I, I, like, I don't like the jelly. I like the chocolate more or less with that. Yeah. But Fajardo today had a uh, New Mexico State rep, Fajardo, selected to the NCSL Women's Legislative Network. Uh, this was the, uh, let's see, this was, she was selected in spite of donating a significant amount of money to um, Representative Fajardo's nomination to be the Western Regional Republican. Republican representative. What are you what, yet donating? Uh, what was the amount again? Uh, she gave a thousand. Reem gave fifteen hundred and hmm. Baldonado. Um, for just a little clarification, we hear NCSL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the National Conference of State Legislatures. That is a. These things people have heard me describe this before. These are basically trade associations for governments, which is just appalling, appalling, appalling. You know, there's the National Committee of Attorneys General based in Washington. Uh, this is a left wing outfit where state legislators joined this and they're fed a lot of policy data. Yeah. Uh, uh, from there's actually a conservative leaning organization called the American Legislative Exchange. Council. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the yeah, fact that she one. wants to have anything to do with the National Conference of State Legislatures tells you a lot about uh, Kelly Fajardo. But then again, we've been on her case for. For a while. All right. So those are the elected politicians I've come across. 
Um, we I'm, got, uh, you said Harvey Yates gave $5,000. $5,000 on the 20th of, of October. What interests me, Eddie, I'm, is I'm the, told by the, uh, you know, uh, former, I'm not going to give out, I've got a good, good source here, but it surprises somebody who is very, 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 very high up, up, uh, to the top. Well, a uh, former member of the, you know, State uh, Central yeah, or... no, the executive, like, oh. the guy. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, he says that really surprises me. What a huge waste of $5,000. Well, I think even worse than that, it paints a huge target on the back for one, you know, Eddie Aragon. Uh, you know, I, I seem to have identified a number of people who, who should all be included on the I hate Eddie Aragon dot com <laughs> channel. <laughs> We've got to make a lot of additions. It's a little tougher for me when these names jump off the, the screen at can, me because I recognize imagine, them. Wait, wait, doubt. I can't help myself. But can you imagine hating somebody so bad <laughs> that you're willing to go against your own party registration to actually go out and vote for but, and not just vote, but advocate yes. and donate. So Alonzo some of these Ball, are significant. Some. Alonzo Baldonado, Kelly Fajardo. Harvey Yates, uh, you, who else was on there? Bill well, Ream. Bill Ream, yeah. The reason I started with the most recent reports, and I'm, I'm working my way backwards, is I wanted to see, after it was abundantly clear that there actually was a Republican candidate right. in this race, mm. after it was abundantly clear as the debates began to be aired that the guy they were backing, the sheriff, you know, I'm, I'm just saying this directly. I'm not trying to use it as an insult, but I mean, I think it's very clear that he's a very low IQ, may have some form of mental retardation, maybe IQ in the high, you know, seventies or something, but these sums of money, which, you know, Hey, maybe five grand or 1500 or is not much to you. It's probably, it's a lot to me. And it's probably a lot to a lot of our listeners. Um, these donations came in in October, mm. even as late as into the twenties of October. We, we knew, we knew the ultimate, uh, schema for this race here. We knew what Manny was. We knew that we had a Republican in, in, in a registered Republican running for this office. Yet they were still giving these large sums of money. Maybe you can cut them a little slack back in, I don't know, a donation they made in, in March August, or something, you know, August, right, or even August. August but I might, I might think about that. Like if you, if you were within the first week of August, I might. Yeah. Just might. Yeah. Yeah. But are we sure that they weren't confusing? Manny Gonzalez with maybe Manny Aragon. Mm. I mean, of course, that would be a Democrat, too. But mm -hmm. is, it, is it actually like. I'm trying to come to grips with this, like <laughs> October 25th, October 20th and October 12th. Yeah. yeah. Like after the performance of yep. all of this, yep. you're talking about tonight this? with Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, can you, you may please, answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. Uh, I mean, you know, they, they gave money to that guy after that performance. Yeah. Har Harvey Yates? Yep. Yeah. Al Alonzo Baldonado, wasn't he like the guy who was heading up the Trump stuff wasn't he that that alonzo baldino the eta voted for the energy transition act but yet somehow was head of latinos for trump 
That Alonzo Baldonado? Curious bedfellows. Yeah. Um, all right, I, I've got a bunch of names that I'm not. I'm gonna have to look these people up. I'm trying to cross check their names against people who gave donations at the state level to mm. see if they were, you know, some of these names. I mean, uh, uh, Doug Peterson. I know that name. Uh, you know, oh, prominent Doug. developer. At least Doug had the. Uh, uh, you know, I like Doug. I played against him when he went to the Albuquerque Academy. Okay, uh, okay. Played basketball with like, uh, you know, Steve Moise's son, Grant Moise, right, and Jamie right. Wagner, and Gal- Galassini. Like all. I mean, we all know each other. And, and Peterson said he would, he would adamantly support me. After, but he had to kind of stay with them. I mean, these guys went in with a. It's like they all got, <laughs> they all got the same bad information and the really bad candidate. They they went. They all the and how can you like literally? I'm taking on all of these people, and I still got twenty percent. Like, think about that. That's kind of insane. And in that short amount of time, this woman just sent me this text just now, which I absolutely love. Not to put you in a worse mood, but while walking for Lori on Saturday. I met a wonderful Republican who even answered the door in an American flag shirt, who voted for Manny over a Republican that she was unfamiliar with. Sounds like she didn't do her homework very well. I'll say, well, even for people who did their homework. How many debates, folks? How many debates were there? Six. There's like this, this family name, Das Kalos. Daskalos. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they seem to be big donors. Aaron Jones, I think how he's much, with IPS. How much? Uh, how much uh, yeah, I talked to Aaron. How much uh, did Daskalos give? Uh, Jimmy gave two thousand five hundred dollars on October twenty second. Wow. Um, but I believe there's even earlier even earlier donations. Jimmy, 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 the Greek Daskalos. <laughs> Daskalos. Wow. Yes, yes, whoa, yes. Whoa. Must uh, be sitting in some tall cotton after uh, he sort of helped uh, got paid off. Right, he was paid off after the whole uh, you know split with. Uh, with Big Nicky over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. But even even some of these other names that are like Joseph Abin, A-B-B-I-N, Frederick Wook. Joe Abin. Uh, V-O-O-K. They are guys. Joe, Joe, Abin, Joe the, Abin. The Joe Abin that's been afforded many times here on my air. And Joe, yeah. uh, uh, to come and talk about his, his crime. Uh, maybe Joe Abin might want to take a better look at uh, the probably BCSO response to crime and how <laughs> ineffective uh, Manny has been at the county level. Well, what I'm doing is I'm taking these names because I'm not a politico and I'm not familiar with these, these names. You certainly, as I've always said, Eddie is an encyclopedia of political knowledge in New Mexico. Um, and then I'm cross-checking against who they gave money to uh, through the state, sec- the Secretary of State system. Yeah, yeah. And turns out these people tend to be Republican donors. Uh, Mr. Vuk, uh, donate, Vuk donated to Wayne Johnson, Susanna Martinez, oh, Nate Gentry, uh, and go. then he gave 50 bucks to Manny. You know, so, so some of these are not. Five thousand. Some of them are, well, are fifty, 50 or a hundred. Yeah, but you can leave him out uh, of the mix. It, it adds up. All right now, expenditures. But the, but, but the Harvey Yates deal. Yeah. How about, and the uh, Alonzo Baldonado and the Kelly Fajardo. <laughs> Those are the big ones. And these <laughs> are the people who are all coming. And just, yeah. Oh, how come it is not nice to me? Yeah, I wonder like, why. and we promote their their candidacies on their radio station, like in there. Money being spent, not money being given. I'm going to throw two at you, ladies and gentlemen, because we're up against uh, the clock here. Um, I love this. Funny expense on <laughs> September 8th of 2021. Uh, yep. Monahan Marketing. Ah, Monahan. I, I gave some money to Monahan. Monahan, $755.13. Hmm. I wonder after Mr. Monahan's the little politi- political gossip columnist, hmm. has he, did he disclosed in every posting he made on his blog he after does. September 8th, did he disclose that he's uh, being no, paid by the no, campaign? I think, I think what Monahan does is he just expects that since it's up there, he doesn't have to disclose, like, you know, oh, because it's a commercial yeah. writing there. Yeah. yeah well, I, mean, I wouldn't I, make that never, assumption. He, I, I'd, never, I'd be more explicit about being yeah, ethical. It, yeah. Well, he doesn't have to worry about that. No, know, no. Everyone knows Why bother? Where, where Joe, Joe All right, but is. this is the one that really jumps off the page and I had to do a little digging. I'm going to continue to dig 
Sunny Day Strategies. Ooh. Uh, if you gave money to Manny, 27,093 of your, those dollars went to Sunny Day Strategies. Seems to be have some sort of like bi-coastal thing, D.C. and L.A. Mm. Mattis Goldman. You check out, check out Mr. Goldman's record. He was a big employee for the Gore Lieberman campaign. Oh, yeah. uh, back in the day, you check out his, his Twitter. Nice job, He's Republican. a big left-wing, nice anti-Trump, LBGBTQ guy uh, on Twitter. And Manny's campaign paid them over 27000 Nice job, Republicans. That's who you gave your money to. You gave your money to Gore Lieberman. <laughs> You can't, you can't make, you can't make this stuff <laughs> If you wrote up. it, people wouldn't believe it. Literally, I think that whole thing came up after something like this happened somewhere else, just like this. Like, you cannot make this stuff up. There's all sorts of stupid everywhere. Uh, my research will continue. Uh, I'm presently engaged in about seven other projects, but believe me, uh, Karen, I got the, the hook is in the fish's mouth now. <laughs> Karen, Karen Barry gave to uh, Mandy Gonzalez. So, Barry, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Isn't she uh, married to the former mayor? Is it Karen? 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 They never would have found it, Henry. Check Gonzalez's financial report number nine. Interesting names on that one, too. Can you please repeat repeat the question? Oil Yates family. Yes, that one. Big Republican, big head of everything. RV Yates gave $5,000 to Manny Gonzalez. I mean, it comes from all sides. There it is. The Uniparty, the New Mexico Uniparty at its best, ladies and gentlemen. People were literally telling me. To call Harvey Yates. I'm like, no, I'm not going to call Harvey Yates. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not going to ask anybody for anything. I mean, I know who I go to, you know, and that's what I do. Shine the lights. Good job, Eddie. Let's see. Here we go. What is this? What is this? Well, I don't know. I think this is. Uh, okay, Steve, you're off subject. Victims of illegals need to sue Keller, Sanctuary Cities, Keller, and State. Okay. Peas in a pod, more like turds in a toilet, Eddie. <laughs> uh, Eddie, this happened to me, too. Eddie, uh, by the corrupt Democratic dongs in Arizona, don't feel too bad. They allowed – I don't feel bad. I just uh, think – now, remember, all of this money that they donated to this, Harvey Yates' money, Alonzo Baldonado's money, Kelly Fajardo's money, was all being used to sue me. You know, that's, that's, the point is that. The point is they are using that money to drag me through court. So I hope that they get what they, 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 they want out of it. They put up good money, and then they took money. Wait, wait. They took your money, your Republican money, to put the voice and the radio station, right, through the Board of Ethics. This is really awesome. Yep, and like, to pay a Black Lives Matter activist from California mm-hmm. and to pay a Gore Lieberman guy. I mean, you know. <laughs> Hang in there, Eddie. So much support on you and your station. Still believe the shenanigans took place in the mayoral line. Um, let's see. My question is who counts the votes? What's the mechanism and who's behind it? Uh, Martin checks in. These slime balls better not try to touch my Kiva. As you said, the station is about all we have locally. People know that. They tell me that all the time. The rhinos need to be in the crosshairs of the rifle for sure and blow up the party to weed out the bad apples. We stand behind you and I am on your side, Eddie. That is from Michael. Uh, I wish I could say his last name because that would have a huge impact. Eddie, we're standing with you, Eddie, and everyone at the Kiva. Yo, Eddie, definitely with you. Don't be aiming that crap at me, though. Great show today. Hang them all up. Let's see. Uh, Mike's about ready to check in right off the top of the hour. The RNC, Eddie, should back you. That's from my CD1 attorney, by the way, who got sued. Who got sued by Republicans and Democrats to prevent us getting into an actual election. 
Remember how I was trying to create an actual election out of CD1? Remember when I was doing that? I was trying to string it out and I said, well, why, why, we, we can't just do this stuff within the party, but you need to blast it out to make sure that there's an actual election. I think that's, that was important. Um, oh, Ali, Ali says Bill Reams needs to be prim- primary. Ooh. Wow. The, a, vo- a voice within the party. I was going to say, doesn't she has a an official within status within the yeah. party? Yeah. Hello, Eddie. Will Mr. Bannon be all right with these charges? Absolutely. He will. He'll be totally fine. Just like I will be as well. I actually, we just make hay. I mean, that whole, this whole past hour is an hour of hay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, Eddie, where can I find the data you just spoke of? The death rate being higher among the booster recipients on those who have not gotten the booster. Uh, subscribe to rockoftalk.chat. You get whatever the heck you want. Uh, that That's it. If you want me to start texting you individually, uh, not going to happen anymore. Uh, this this man over here is now, he's getting the renewals. Everyone's in order. I had three people call me. It's like, oh, I just got renewed. I got renewed. So huh? everyone's getting renewed. And Take care of my man uh, over here. Uh, Dowd's earned it. <laughs> Steve Bannon, see, it's, it's nice. A uh, year later, isn't it, Dowd? Isn't it nice? Thank you. It's, it's so it's all nice. you, you, I don't mind. I don't mind hearing you tell me. It's well, nice. we're out of beta, ladies and gentlemen. Our one year of, of beta testing is up and is over. And uh, he's the Dowd thirty thousand. And over here behind the glass, he's been telling me <laughs> everybody pays from now on. And I finally listened. <laughs> Steve Bannon rocks. Watches uh, shows every day. Let's see, uh, Eddie. Do as I say, not as I do. Not a mask in sight. Wonder if MLG was wearing her mask. Hypocrisy at the highest level. There you go. Let's see. Wow. There you go. Well, we should all be held accountable since you guys all want to hold hold me accountable. You know, I didn't ask for anything. I just wanted a better city. And uh, you want to continue the mayoral election past the when the mayor has already been picked. We can do that. I'm totally fine with that. So. Looking forward to uh, more battles. It's what I do every single day. I don't know that you're battle tested uh, for this, nor do I think that you have the resources. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I just got my FCC license renewed <laughs> for the next 10 years. Ooh. So try taking that to your FCC. We're going to cause a lot of trouble over those next yeah, 10 years. <laughs> we absolutely are. And we're going to do a lot, of, a lot of good things for the people of uh, Albuquerque. And that's, that's the number one focus right there is you guys. Back after the top of the hour news. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Radio News with Tim Berg. The big infrastructure bill is in the books. President Biden signing the $1.2 trillion measure during a bipartisan event on the South Lawn of the White House. Regarding the bill, the president reminding everyone, No one earning less than $400,000 a year will pay a single penny in federal taxes. A new political morning consult survey found 50% support overall for the legislation. That's down from 58% earlier this year. The EPA is putting final touches on a national recycling strategy. It will be the first such policy from the EPA and seeks to hit a 50% national recycling rate by the year 2030. 
EPA Chief Michael Regan saying in a statement that the nation's recycling system is in need of critical improvements. This is USA Radio News. Watchdog Radio is looking for a co-host. Yes, you heard me correctly. Nationally syndicated radio show and popular podcast. Rockstar Radio's Billy Gerard is looking for a co-host. In fact, two segment co-hosts. One will join Billy weekly talking about all things financial and another for a weekly review of the national real estate and mortgage market. Co-hosting with Billy Gerard could be the move that puts your career into overdrive. For all the details and to schedule an audition with Billy, send an email to bill at rockstar.today. That's bill at rockstar.today. Or go to rockstar.today slash co-host for all the details. Rockstar Radio is looking for two expert co-hosts. It could be you. Email bill at rockstar.today or go to rockstar.today slash co-host. Being on the radio with Billy will make you the expert in the field. It could take your career over the moon. Get all the audition details at rockstar.today slash co-host. Following a court appearance in a case involving criminal contempt of Congress, longtime Trump ally Steve Bannon is free. Outside a D.C. federal court, Bannon saying, well, I'm never going to back down. And they, they they took on the wrong guy this time. OK, they took on the wrong guys. Bannon surrendering his passport and was released on his own recognizance with no bail. The Department of Justice has not tried anyone on contempt of Congress since 1983. The FBI is saying their email server was hacked. The FBI has confirmed its email system has been hacked, with spam email being sent to more than 100,000 people, warning of a cyber attack. The email messages were filled with ramblings. The emails appeared to be from addresses ending in ic.fbi.gov. The FBI said in a statement, the email systems were taken offline quickly upon discovery of the issue. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. A whistleblower from San Diego, California, reached out to Texas Republican Representative Lance Gooden about ways illegal immigrants are traveling through the United States. Congressman Gooden went to San Diego to investigate and says he found that nonprofits are housing illegal immigrants and helping them get on domestic flights. He joins Fox and Friends and describes what he saw happening at airports. They're being led onto planes before anyone else. And in uh, wow. one case, a security officer on the plane uh, said, you know, I'm uh, an armed agent. I'm supposed to identify myself to the pilot before takeoff. I'm sometimes getting on these flights and immigrants with no identification are on the plane before uh, the agent boards. Federal and state governments, federal and state governments have partnered with nonprofits to provide housing and transportation for illegal immigrants. The Biden administration says they're required by law to reunite illegals with sponsors in the United States. The Biden administration says they're required by law to reunite illegal immigrants with sponsors in the United States. Burger King's parent company is buying firehouse subs. The purchase price is $1 billion. Restaurant Brands International also owns Popeyes and Tim Hortons. 
Firehouse Subs has been around since 1994 and has about 1,200 U.S. locations. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1500, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, Roku TV, Amazon Fire and Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and downloading on our app for rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And uh, for all our subscribers who are renewing, like the Duke, thank you for saying so. All you guys are getting renewed right now. And uh seems like you guys are very, very impressed with the product. And uh, nobody works harder than D. Dowd Muska. It's his little baby. The radio station's my little baby. And we're going to take care of our little babies here uh, in the Kiva Hour 2. Just for you, coming right at you, Dowd is uh, uh, unable to move uh, as his eyes are <laughs> locked in like none other it's than like, he's... It's like throwing a pit bull in a closet with a honey-baked ham. You know, just, just, <laughs> just, he, just, he, just, he just can't, he can't keep me away. And what's funny is that, you know, we're, we're starting out way after I was in. Uh, you've got a couple yeah. of other names you want to you wanna throw in well, there. Well, I was just shocked. I, I actually scrolled back to the beginning where I, the first filing when I learned that Bill Ream was not only just a supporter of the mayor, um, of the sheriff. Uh, he also was served as the treasurer. Wait, we're of, talking of the, about Republican? The, political the Northeast <laughs> Heights Republican, Bill Ream, the, the, the standard bearer of Republican, the <sighs> only elected Republican House member like he's all in got the left. city of Albuquerque. <laughs> That's what you got, and he's leading the charge for the Democrats along with the PRC uh, person, Karen Montoya. That probably explains yeah. why, why the party's in the shape it is in Albuquerque. Why can't Republicans win anymore? Uh, what's going on with the Republicans? I don't know what's going on with these Maybe Republicans. Maybe if they spent some time helping other Republicans <laughs> instead of Democrats, things would be better. Oh, uh, but no. the other one, Eddie, that just really jumps off, I mean, the, 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 the Admiral Beverage, I mean, they, they oh, get, yeah. ooh, I mean, Liquor, what, you know, five you know, figures? Uh, Manny's uh, dad, uh, and he used to own a bar, Muggsy's. Muggsies, Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues. Uh, I mean, and the other I, one that disappoints me is, is, is this candidate who you helped a lot. Uh, and we're yeah. always promoting him, uh, Republican Jared Vanderdusen. I guess he's a lawyer. $1,000 he gave on September 15th, well after you had announced your uh, candidacy. Jared Vanderdusen. Disappointing, yeah. Jared. Uh, very disappointing. Because he's a law partner with Blair Dunn, no? Oh, God. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> your buddy Blair Dunn. Oh, that explains a lot, too. Wait, uh, didn't, okay. didn't Blair get disbarred? Uh, he was, uh, I forget what the official sanction was. It was a George W. Bush appointee who, uh, really, uh, went after him hardcore. Oh yeah. 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 That was a year or two ago. When's he going to throw his name back into some Oh, there's no more Darren White at KQB. So I guess he doesn't get any more airtime, but oh, there you go. So, uh, Hey, it's all come for a full circle here. <laughs> New Mexico just keeps New Mexicoing <laughs> every day of the week. Uh, we'll have a, a nice write up on all this on. On Friday, so I'll be expecting on that as I walk into court, I'll be like, hey, here's a complete list of the House of Unrepublican activities, no? Yeah, we're coming after you, Bill Ream, and the rest of you Republicans. And the Democrats are enjoying this, ladies and gentlemen. They're absolutely loving this stuff. They, they're loving it. Like McDonald's, they are loving it. They're like, oh, we don't have to worry about it. Da, da, just, da, da, da. just let the Republicans eat themselves. Hey, if they if there's another Republicans, we know that we could strike a deal. Just put a little money in front of a Republican. Watch them just come. They just come out of like cheese, right? You just stick out a little cheese out there. Who moved my cheese? Oh, yeah, they moved it to the Democrat Party. <laughs> All the way across the aisle. No principle. Yeah, the party of law and order in principle suddenly becomes the 
the uh, you know, the 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 party of I don't know what what would you call the party of this <laughs> opportunist? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but you're not even good at opportunism. <laughs> at least if you're going to be an opportunist, be successful at it. Oh, may you live in interesting times, and we are, and we shall. Bottom of the hour, we have a uh, murder, Mike. Uh, time for a uh, really. So we're going to do this now because Mike Rowe is coming on. And this is important. Uh, Dowd pours his heart and soul. And a little something that you have on your table that should be all over the roads, but those pesky environmentalists coming from the left, the likes of Alonzo Baldonado and Kelly Fajardo and Bill Ream, who all voted for the, did Bill Ream vote for the ETA? I can't say that, actually. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I'll check. You probably did. We'll, we'll double check it. We'll triple check that on uh, all of that. And uh, we know that Mark Moores did, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yep, so yep, they, yep. They, love, they love their green new energy. Hey, if you got higher gas prices... Uh, according to what's that guy's name? Baca down in. Uh, oh yeah. Remember yeah, he made yeah. that excuse. We have that on video. It's yeah. really hilarious. He said, uh, "Well, it's just a temporary measure. Uh, we understand that that's going to impact people. If you're paying three fifty at the pump, think Alonzo Baldonado, Kelly Fajardo, uh, Mark Moore's, and uh, whatever that Baca's guy's name is. So there you go. Uh, opportunism screams. But let me tell you, the salt that is." Being prevented from being poured, yeah. Remember when you're driving around and uh, your Prius or your Tesla, uh, all you uh, progressives out there, when they don't salt the roads and you have to get to work, right? Well, uh, there's going to be a very fatal accident that's going to happen because somebody decided not to salt because it's going to get into our groundwater or it's going to get it. We're going to, what was it, the salamander or the lizard, something. Oh, yes, yes. Something's going to get hurt. Uh, chupacabra. Yeah, Dowd's got more on this. Uh, just a final fact check. Uh, Fajardo was a yes on the Energy Transition Act. Moore's was a yes, but uh, believe it or not, Aldonado was a no. Oh, good. There we go. That. Thank, yeah, you. Um, Thank you for doing that. Fresh at uh, rockoftalk.chat and coming up fresh. on your television, I guess, folks, in 50 minutes. Not on my television because I cut the cord. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I could watch this episode maybe online somehow. Uh, Mike Rowe, who is just such a solid guy, uh, he's kind of been a one-man he has, he has a, a, a foundation and a scholarship awarding organization now. Uh, I guess it was a reality kind of TV show years ago, Dirty Jobs, and he went out and just showed blue-collar America, every, everything from guys who work in the sewers, you know, to guys who clean up animal carcasses and all that kind of stuff. His current show uh, is on the uh, Fox Business uh, Network, I guess, not channel, Fox Business Network. It's called uh, How America Works. And I just saw this article last week. Uh, the Carlsbad paper is covering Mike came to Carlsbad, New Mexico, to, uh, I guess it would be Eddie County, not Lee County. Eddie. Eddie County. Eddie. Now, Eddie, um, we have, we produce salt in this state. Uh, we produce a, a good amount of salt. I think the 10th or 11th uh, biggest salt producer what? in the United States. Wow. Uh, the great state of, of New Mexico. No. And a lot of that goes for something that large parts of New Mexico can't relate to, particularly going down south, which is salting the roads and streets and, and highways and bridges from the kind of places that I come from, the, the northeast. And so he's going to be profiling what he calls the, quote, hardworking men and women uh, how they get the salt we all depend on uh, out of the earth into the processors and up north to our nation's highways. Kudos to Mike for profiling uh, this company. It's called United Salt Corporation. As you might expect, it's based in Texas, but it has an operation uh, in Carlsbad. And uh, very interesting. I got into this. Uh, I thought, well, can I turn this into maybe a, an interesting piece for rockoftalk.chat? Yes, I can, because believe it or not, environmentalists don't like Rock salt being put on our streets and highways. What, what a surprise. Uh, it's really interesting, some of the data that's been done by researchers in terms of literally saving lives by putting that rock salt out, by melting the ice and snow, literally saving lives, saving billions of dollars in avoided accidents. But 
One analysis was done, I think it was uh, back in 2010, snow-related shutdowns harm hourly workers the most, accounting for almost two-thirds of the direct economic losses for these snow-related shutdowns. And when we hear that, we should also be thinking about the last 20 months. There's been a lot of people, particularly uh, Jeff Tucker, uh, uh, the libertarian who just started a brand new organization, uh, the Brownstone Institute, looking at the hypocrisy of rich white liberals and how they can work from home, whereas, you know, the essential workers have to go, you know, make them go out and work while everything can be delivered to my house and I can just cower at home. Turns out when it comes to snowstorms up in the frost belt, it's very similar. A lot of these people work in retail. They work in food service and that kind of thing. They've got it. They don't get paid uh, if they don't go to work. They're not collecting uh, royalties from a book about how racist America is. And they can just stay in their homes in Cambridge, Massachusetts. So uh, we need to think about the progressive, to use their term, element of clearing the highways from snow and ice and salt uh, and all that kind of stuff. Now, the salt can linger into the spring, and that's a legitimate concern. And there are some real scientists who've done work on this. But, of course, like anything else in life, it's a trade-off. Uh, there's no perfect solution. Um, the salt makes its way into aquifers and lakes and streams and all that sort of thing. There's a Minnesota study about salt licks, in, in not unintentional salt licks being created where the moose come out and then they get hit by the cars in the spring and the summer. So, I mean, there are legitimate issues. That's not a reason to abandon doing this. It, act, it literally saves lives and billions of dollars every single year. So kudos to Mike for coming out and profiling this industry. There's a bunch of really interesting things underway, including making a salt brine where they actually mix the salt in water and they spread it ahead of the snow or the ice forming and you can use less of it so it doesn't collect uh, in those aquifers and wetlands and all that kind of stuff. So there's all kinds of ways to manage this. They're talking about more porous surface streets so it will sink there. You won't have that build up and run off into the water sources. So there are ways to manage this problem. It is a problem, but guess what? Roads that are not clear of snow and ice, that's an even bigger problem. Kudos to Mike Rowe. The show airs in 46 minutes on the Fox Business Network. The show is called How America Works, and Mike came to our state of New Mexico to profile the people who produce all that rock salt. Folks, these are private sector jobs in the land of enchantment. We need to glorify, celebrate every single one we have because we don't have nearly enough. And I just, uh, uh, Mike has my kudos for coming out and doing this program. And um, I'm going to find a way to watch it one way or another, and, and you should too, even even those of you like me who have uh, who have cut the cord. Um, I want to focus a little more in my writing on some positive things because God knows there's enough negative things about our state. So I thought this is a rare chance to really uh, promote a really good thing about our state. So uh, check it out tonight if you have not cut the cord yes, yet. Uh, Fox Business Network, How America Works, hosted by the man himself, Mike Rowe. Yeah, and he's a good guy. I mean, uh, really, really, really good. Um, he has a uh, what was it? Dirty jobs. Yep. That was the original. And then yep. he had something else called, uh, what? Six degrees that he's, uh, just starting. Is that part of that? I don't know. I look, I went online and I looked up what's what he started his own foundation called the micro works foundation. And they literally give scholarships not to go off and study gender studies. Okay. But, um, uh, he says, well, these are his, his words, quote, people who aren't afraid to learn a useful skill and work their butts off. And they do these profiles of uh, men and women, both, uh, that they have funded to go out and get jobs uh, in what I would call the the real world. So uh, Mike's a good guy, and uh, check out check out the show. One of the things that he's actually done, I thought was uh, pretty awesome, is he's found a way to sort of um, brand himself, you know, not just one way or the other. Even though he represents America, and you know, very much a Trump guy, and uh, the blue collar workers that are out there, but mm -hmm. he also has a a lot of um, pop culture appeal. 
Yes. Uh, and uh, by saying so, here we'll we'll cut to a uh, uh, NBC uh, uh, has Six Degrees series. There's a release. So this is actually the first time that I'm watching this. And I'm going to play this uh, for our, our listeners so they can hear this. It just uh, I think we need to to get a hold of more of these guys that are doing this. The guys that are just dyed in the wool, you know, Americana, big Trump supporter, but yet still finds a way to go ahead and have a sort of cross appeal. Um, that's one of the things I try to do with what we do. Uh, I think we try to do that in the mayoral race. I think there was a lot of appeal uh, to a lot of Democrats, uh, just, you know, not enough time or whatever. But uh, here's the uh, six degrees uh, entree uh, on NBC. From his hit show, Dirty Jobs, he traveled the country taking on 300 of the hardest, dirtiest and most dangerous jobs around. Well, Mike's got a new show now on Discovery Plus called Six Degrees with Mike Rowe. He sets out to prove that everything in the world is connected, like how a mousetrap can cure your hangover and how horseshoes helped us find our soulmates. It is good to see you, Mr. Rowe. How are you? It is good to be seen, guys. And here on the West Coast, I can tell you that you're the only ones I would get up this early. (laughs) Well, we thank you for getting up. So I think in this day and age, especially right now, a show like this that shows all about uh, connections is probably something that we could use. It's funny, Al. That was the furthest thing from my mind when we set out to do this thing. We started shooting about a year and a half ago. You mentioned Dirty Jobs. That that program was a tribute to my grandfather, who was a skilled tradesman. Six Degrees is a tribute to my dad, who was a history teacher. And he told me from as far back as I can remember, you know, my job, meaning him, is to make history for people interesting for people who aren't interested in history. Can you ever do a show like that? I love it. And it took me 55 years, but we finally got around to it. Listen, now better than ever, uh, some theories say that most people are connected by only six degrees of separation, but we hear that one devoted and persistent fan helped you realize all of the connections you have. This one was interesting, including that you're related to Lord Baltimore. It's so crazy. Yeah, I was talking to your producer about this. The guy's name was Jesse Hagen. And Jesse was a was a fan of the show, and he heard I was in town. And it's a, it's a little weird. He he, he got the uh, tail number off the plane I was on. I was on a small plane. Oh my goodness! Tracked me down, met met me at the airport, <laughs> wow. and and gave me this. Oh my goodness! It's the what? genealogy of my life, and <laughs> that's how thick it is. And I'm telling you, I mean. Degrees. I know you guys have devoted fans, but I went <laughs> through this thing. It took. It took me a week. And when you start to find out you're related to people with Lord in their first name, it does make you curious about how the rest of the world works. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. Um, You know, you just mentioned dirty jobs. And I think with us talking about essential workers so much right now, you've actually described it as the granddaddy of essential workers shows. So is there any chance with everything going on, we could see a reboot coming up anytime soon? It fills me with a kind of weird mix of dread and optimism. But, yes, it could happen. Um, We've been talking about it. And it's it's funny you ask because essential work is headline news. But now there's this whole other narrative going on that says, wait a second, if those are essential workers, is everybody else Mm non-essential? Because I'm not really sure it's smart to use that term in this day and age. So 
there's a ton to talk about uh, around the nature of work and history. Did you notice how much they stand down because of his phrasing? Yeah. I mean, it just like, the phrasing is what basically. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's his voice measured with the phrasing that everything comes in. And as you're like, you immediately know that he knows what he's talking about and there's no argument. It's like, we're going to, we're going to do what daddy says right here. History. And it's really been a, a privilege for me to have a, a, a front row seat to both. Mm-hmm. Well, if there are essential workers, you're looking at three of them right now. Un- non-essential <laughs> workers. Non-essential, yeah. at three of them right now. Uh, it's all about six degrees. There's a, a very a thin degree of separation between you and our pal, Jill Martin, because one of your mm-hmm. early jobs was selling products on QVC. Oh, gosh, yeah, 1989. Wow. I lost, a, I lost a bet, auditioned for a job I didn't want, talked about a pencil for roughly <laughs> eight <at> minutes, <laughs> and as a result, wound up selling lava lamps and whatnot in the middle of the night for three years. So, yeah, that, that happened. Awesome. I mean, it must have gone well if you did it for three so years. Awesome. And really quickly, before we let you go, we thought it was really important. You have a foundation which encourages skilled trades, and you're, you give away a, mil- a million dollars? We, we give away a million dollars a year hmm. for kids who, who don't want to head toward a four-year degree, but would rather learn a skill that's wow. truly in demand. It's important. Been doing it since Labor Day, 2008. We'll wow. do it again this year. And if you have me back, I'll, I'll bring a couple recipients with me. You'll love it. I think that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And it is always good to see you. Uh, six degrees. That's so great to see, you know, liberals treat a uh, conservative with such incredible uh, respect. <laughs> that was pre-woke America, yeah, maybe? Yeah, that was really, really something. Uh, just the final uh, numbers measure. on his uh, his foundation. I'm looking at right now, uh, Mike Works, uh, Micro Works Foundation. $5,200,000 scholarships granted, 1,200-plus recipients. They've done it in 48 states. They support, so far, 19 different skilled trades. And according to them, whiners rewarded, quote-unquote, zero. <laughs> Good guy. That's what they say. Well, we need more like it. him, real men. Well, to go along with your salt, uh, you know my favorite salt reference is always, I want an Oompa Loompa Daddy. So we're going to go out to that. We'll bring it back for the Crime Report with Murder Mike. Appreciate everybody uh, for tuning in here this afternoon right here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIV, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. Here we go again. All right, sweetheart, all right. Daddy will get you a golden goose as soon as we get home. No, I want one of those. Bunker, how much do you want for the golden goose? They're not for sale. <laughs> Name the price. How much for the oompa loompa? You say my cows. I'm a funny hat. I want one. I want a golden goose. Gooses. Geeses. I want my geese to lay gold eggs for Easter. It will, sweetheart. At least a hundred a day. Anything you say. By the way, what? I want a feast. You ate before you came to the factory. I want a bean feast. One of those. Cream buns and donuts and fruitcake with no nuts. So good you could go nuts. You're going to have all those things when you get home. No, now. I want a ball. I want a party. Pink macaroons and a million balloons and performing baboons and give it to me <laughs> now. I want the world. I want the whole world. I want to lock it all up in my pocket. It's my bar of chocolate. Give it to me now. I want today. I want tomorrow. I want to wear them like braids in my hair and I just want to share them. I want a party with roomfuls of laughter. 
10,000 tons of ice cream. And if I don't get the things I am after, I'm going to I want the work, I want the whole work. Presents and prizes and sweetest surprises of all shapes and sizes. And now, don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. <laughs> She was a bad egg. <laughs> Where'd she go? Where all the other bad eggs go? Down the garbage chute. Oh, the garbage chute. <laughs> what, what did it lead to? To the furnace. <laughs> to furnace. <laughs> she missed it like a sausage. Well, not necessarily. She could be stuck just inside the tube. Inside. <laughs> Hold on, Maruka, sweetheart. Daddy's coming. <laughs> Oh, man, that is the best. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey guys, what about the fresh air? And what, what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shelves and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403. Begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic Candy Lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we 
also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns. Defenders of your freedom. things out with uh, Murder Mike, who's going to be joining us uh, right now. As always, you can watch those videos directly with us at rockoftalk.tv. We play those right there, and then Dowd has those connected directly to the rockoftalk.chat, so you can pick them up for later and listen. It's like, what was that song? Like, You don't have to take off uh, your hands from 10 and 2 on the freeway. Subscribe to rockoftalk.chat and uh, you know, go ahead and listen you know, to the rotating show, 24 hours, and that's pretty cool. Also, our weekend shows after Thanksgiving, since I'll be focused uh, more on what's happening uh, on my radio station, thankfully, uh, will be all TV'd uh, directly at rockoftalk.tv. Set another record here, uh, massive number of people who, who watched. I think a lot of people got tired of watching the debates on rockoftalk.tv. I mean, I did. You can only take so much stupid. When when you got an IQ in the double digits and you just see it in there mixing, you're just like, yeah, I got to shut this up. I, I had a thought the other day. I was not part of the campaign. Sure. I I had a thought. I was walking the dogs in Corrales with you know moon bats on every side. Yep. And I thought some of them are nice people. Uh, some. 
if any, any, if let's just say theoretically, if a third candidate had not entered that race, a third ballot access candidate, real candidate, not writing candidate, real candidate, the debates, if they had had them at all, would have been 50% the mayor incumbent, 50% the sheriff incumbent, meaning people would have been exposed to more of Manny and it would have potentially opened the door for many, many more asinine statements, flubs, embarrassments. So was the entry of a third candidate, did it actually help Manny yes. in the respectability world? Now, I'm not talking necessarily about votes and sure. vote analysis, but would he have had more time and more opportunity to make an even greater ass of himself if it was one-on-one instead of one-on-one-on-one? That's just that's the kind of things I think about when I'm yeah, walking well, my be, girls. To, to be absolutely fair, I mean, I did run to his defense, and uh, not even so much as a thank you. I just got tired of the yep. whole fraud thing, and I'm like, oh, I guess you really are that stupid. Let's just go ahead and eat. You know, there's only two ways to deal with stupid, right? You can ignore it or force. And uh, ignoring it doesn't seem to work because apparently when you have no sense of yourself, you just keep doing more and more stupid things. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot of Manny right there. All right. Uh, Murder Mike uh, here in the Kiva. Murder Mike uh, saw a down and out over at Cervantes earlier today. I called him to the scene of that. I was trying to go to just grab some lunch. I didn't know Cervantes was closed on Mondays. Very addictive, by the way. That food is very addictive. and. Uh, the guy ended up uh, being, he had no shoes, no clothes practically on. I mean, it was a, a pretty pretty rough situation there, Murder Mike. Thanks for heading over there. Oh, you're quite welcome, Andy. I was, uh, you know, headed over there as quick as I could and then was monitoring the medical channels to find out what was going on. Unfortunately, it happens all over town way too much. So it's uh, just a fast, sad, sad fact of uh, Albuquerque uh, now, and it's even getting worse. So what can you say? I'm, I'm really surprised it's... Uh, at Manny, I can't understand how uh, he's been able to maintain the position of uh, chief or uh, deputy or uh, oh, God, what, what, what's the word uh, I'm trying sheriff? to find? Anyway, yeah. sheriff. Sheriff, yeah. All right. I, I'm at a loss of words because so is he most of the time. But anyway, I'm going to move right to this because we have some breaking news out of Valencia County. Uh, Valencia County Sheriff's Department deputies responded this morning to uh, an address on Clearview Drive at around 8 a.m. this morning. Authorities said a mother had called 911. Upon arrival, deputies found a one-month-old boy who had signs of blunt force trauma and was unresponsive. The boy was pronounced dead at the scene, and the mother is being held for questioning in that incident. Another, Another New Mexico true moment here. Uh, and I hate to phrase it that way, but that happens. That's, that's, that's becoming the norm in the news every day, abused kids. And it is a very strong signal for the level of poverty and, uh, you know, extreme strain that we have here, particularly amongst, uh, you know, younger and poor uh, families. That's also, that's very true. Yes, absolutely. And it's uh, happening more and more. Um People are busting at the seams. I think it's just a matter of time before uh, we have uh, some more serious incidents. You know, I can remember five years ago when I was first in school, I would cover a SWAT situation, and I would sit there on that situation for four or five hours waiting for something to happen. That's, that's how unique it was. Now I hear maybe two or three SWAT situations a day. So, I mean, that just gives you an idea of the, how the level of crime has, has gone up. So. What can you say? Well, it was another busy weekend for first responders as as there were two more homicides reported in the Albuquerque area, as well as numerous shootings, stabbings, and assaults. 
One, one uh, let me give uh, people just because we're keeping count. That is 114 and 115 on the year. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you're keeping track because I, 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 we know, I, yeah, we know that yeah, you lose track. You. It's fine. No worries. Yeah, I, 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 old age, I guess you could say. Uh, and also, there were several traffic fatalities reported and two major structure fires. Beginning with homicides over the weekend, the first was a vehicular homicide involving a drunk driver on Friday afternoon. APD reports that 32-year-old Kyle Crespin was driving his late model Ford pickup southbound on 4th, approaching Hudson at a high rate of speed. The white Dodge pickup pulled onto 4th from a nearby business when it was struck on the driver's side by Crespin. The driver of the pickup was pronounced dead at the scene. Crespin was placed under arrest at the scene facing numerous charges, including DWI and vehicular homicide. Alcohol, drugs, and speed were all contributing factors to the crash. The second homicide involved a shooting early Saturday morning at Dallas and Copper. APD was dispatched to the area regarding a shots fired call. Upon arrival, they found 19-year-old Joseph Morales behind the wheel of his vehicle, suffering from at least one gunshot wound. He was transported to UNM Hospital, where he later died, from his injuries. There were a half a dozen shootings also reported over the weekend, including one that occurred early Sunday morning. You're not going to believe this one, Eddie. An unidentified male was following his stolen car with one other and he was with one other one other individual when the suspect opened fire on him, striking him in the head. His friend, who was driving, immediately took the victim to UNMH, where at last report he was in critical but stable condition. I, I, I don't understand that, but hmm. I, I think I, I, that, that just goes to show you sometimes you can take a headshot and live to it. <laughs> You're very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Very lucky. Well, I, you I, know, I, Martin I, Mike, it's funny. You know, you talk about people home invasion, and you got your, your your weapon there to to defend yourself. I think you know that's one thing, but to chase after somebody who's robbed you. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd be interested in what people think about the, the wisdom of that. I mean, um, I don't know. Once you, I know it's your car and everything, but ooh, uh, that that. Well, you shouldn't do that. An APD tells you. I mean, when you're calling in your stolen car and you tell them that you're following it, the first thing they tell you Stop. is do not break yeah. loose, break away from them. You know, don't follow them. But some people want their car so bad yeah. they don't expect you know people to open fire on them. Hey, I only got uh, one. Maybe I'd, maybe I'd do it myself. <laughs> I'm not, pick, I'm not getting a bicycle anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, my, my car is not the best car in the world, but I think if somebody stole it and I had an opportunity to start following it, I probably would, but I, I don't know. It's, you know, you never know until you're actually in the situation that what, what you would do. So well, what I tell my golden retrievers and what Eddie tells his sons, make good decisions. You know, it's uh Make good decisions always, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please do. And if I took Eddie on the Grand Tour at the ghetto the other night, I'm sure he would have concurred. Yeah. Stay away. But anyway, and there was another shooting also early Sunday morning. This is a very rare occurrence. It occurred just outside of Los Alamos on New Mexico 502 at mile marker 5. Oh, it's uh, on your way to White, White City. That's exactly right. In fact, it was right past the turnoff to White Rock and headed yeah. up the hill to Los Alamos. Yeah. Uh, a, a bullet, there was no no real information was on it because I picked it up on the state police frequency. Yeah. But a bullet was put out statewide on a white Mazda, last seen heading down the hill towards Milwaukee. So details are forthcoming on that. Can I, can I, um, let 
let me say something here. Just a little yeah. self-promotional thing here. I want people, our listeners, to understand why we have Murder Mike on. This is why. The information that you're getting from Murder Mike, this is information that is not reported. Okay? Now, when we had the other day, we even looked for it. Doubt, I know you never found any information on the 284 people who were literally fired. Still waiting for some coverage. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to understand, like, when we cover stuff here in the Kiva, you won't hear it anywhere else. But it is literally the soft underbelly of what's happening here. And I need everybody to understand the tremendous value that Murder Mike brings to the Kiva. When you hear about these other incidents and things that aren't reported or a little snippet on the journal, things that don't make the 4713 because I don't have a news crew, like he's listening to this stuff all night long. So whatever you guys can do uh, to to go ahead and support the Kiva and what we're doing here, I'll let you guys know how to do that uh, more and more. But th- this is something that you have to understand is a tremendous value here as long as you guys are living here in Albuquerque. Please continue, my, Murder Mike. Good job. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I appreciate what you do. I mean, you are providing a valuable service to the community. So, I mean, uh, your efforts should go unrewarded as well. But And there were also two traffic fatalities reported, one of which occurred in the South Valley shortly before midnight on Saturday at Adidal and Tapia. There were multiple vehicles involved with at least one dead. BCSO is investigating that crash. Another occurred at or around 9.30 p.m. Saturday night on eastbound Paseo between Rio Grande and 4th Street. A pedestrian was struck and killed, landing on top of the vehicle, unconscious and unresponsive. There were no other particulars released, and BCSO was investigating that accident as well. And incidentally, New Mexico has had the highest pedestrian fatality rate yep. in the nation in for the, the nation. last five years running. Gee, that is absolutely true. It's funny. Where did you get your stat? When, where did you see that? Uh, I don't know. You know, I have so many different apps and uh, news uh, places plugged in. I think it was Newsbreak. We have so many pedestrian fatalities here because people are walking around, just stumbling around drunk. And the other thing that's happening, I wish that, uh, you know, the um, mayor, Tim Keller, would focus on this, is they need to put out multiple police officers all over the freeways between, like, probably, like, 11 p.m., about 5, 6 a.m., what's actually happened now is the drag racing has moved to the freeways. These guys are, like, drag racing probably 10, 15 times in the middle of the night. Okay? I hear it. I hear it. I'm close to 25. Yeah, you, you hear it? Yep. I mean, and these, these engines are loud. And so what they're doing is they're vetting the freeways. Tim Keller, listen, please. They're vetting the freeways. They're checking to see if there's any cops at all that's, that's there. And then they're starting their race at Rio Bravo or starting their race over at Roy Road. And they're literally driving as fast as they can racing um, between uh, Roy and Rio Bravo. And that, that's the race that's going on. And those guys are going probably somewhere north of 140, 150, 160 miles an hour on the freeway, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's happening. And you do not want to be on the freeways anytime after 11 on a on a Friday, Saturday night, and definitely not after 1, 2 a.m., because that stuff is happening all night long, just to let you guys That's know. absolutely correct. In fact, I hear multiple calls all the time with PD and state police uh, regarding those situations where they're trying to catch up to a car that's doing an excess of 110, 120 miles an hour. They can't catch up. They can't catch up. Yep. Uh, and so they just, you know, you can't beat the radio, but that doesn't, that doesn't affect them. I mean, you know, I was a 
a racer back in my day, but you know that's another story for another day. I mean, we're at a point where we actually have to shut down, where we actually have to shut down the freeways in the middle of the night. I believe that's probably where we're at in order to just get some semblance of control. When those guys can go race out between you know Rio Bravo and Las Lunas if they want, but they don't need to be doing in the middle of town. No, they don't. And uh, the state police is also out there too. So um, they're not. There's there's no way they could be. I mean. It's amazing. There's like not a siren, not anything like all night. And then these guys are racing all night through there. It's unbelievable. And the the engines aren't quiet. They're like, they've geared those engines as loud as they possibly can be. That's, that's, yeah, they're uncapped, what they call They're They got their headers and they're uncapped. Yeah. Okay. All right. Give us the, uh, wrap the stats for the weekend there, sir. Okay, well, I'm going to get real quickly here. Switching to the fire scene, there were two major structure fires reported. The first occurred uh, on Sunday evening shortly after 9 p.m. at the Walmart in Edgewood. Smoke and flames were seen for miles. Multiple agencies responded, and the fire was brought under control a short time later. Sources on the scene report there may have been multiple ignition points in the store. A second residential structure fire was reported in the 1800 block of Vickers, also on Sunday night. When fire units arrived, they observed smoke and flames showing and immediately launched an offensive attack on the fire. As AFR rescue units began a sweep of the interior of the dwelling, they located a 17-year-old male, unconscious, not breathing, in respiratory distress. They began CPR on the victim, continuing it for more than 10 minutes. And if you've ever done CPR, 10 minutes is a long, long time. I'm surprised he survived because he was transported to UNMH for smoke inhalation and respiratory failure, but is reported to be in guarded condition. Several armed robberies, carjacking, uh, let's see, moving along here, conducting, oh, there, here we go, Saturday night, APD conducted a sobriety checkpoint. Ooh, what do we, we find and where was it at? How many politicians we were arrested? Yeah, we need more politicians at, arrested. That's, that's what we got to do. <laughs> Real built in, you would... <laughs> Oh, boy. I, it was, I conducted the sobriety checkpoint at Unser and Ladera, and it was conducted from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Hey, they're picking on us over here on the west side. What's up? All the all what the drunks wrong? are up there in the northeast heights now. Why don't they Why don't they do a sobriety uh, stop point over there on the uh, academy in Montgomery, huh? Racial profiling, right? Profiling <laughs> us over here on, on uh, Unser. Stop it. <laughs> Well, a total of 420 vehicles went through the checkpoint. Yeah. arrested eight drunk drivers, oh. issued three citations. What a waste of time. Made, made one felony narcotics arrest. Mm. One misdemeanor weapons arrest was made. Confiscated two firearms and cleared two misdemeanor warrants. Among those arrested for DWI was a mother with her two kids in the vehicle, oh. ages 10 and 15. She just having a couple of California coolers? No. She's good. Don't worry. <laughs> Why do they got to pick on the mommy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's not even Friday yet. Well, statistic-wise, we had a, a total of 24 assaults, half of which were oh, aggravated God. assaults. Wow. And the assaults, I, these can go south, and they can turn into a homicide so easily. I'm, I'm, I mean, I really can't stress the point enough. It's, assault it's not an assault, bad. bro. It's a tough love, you know? <laughs> well, you know why you can't. Uh, oh, that's a, I won't even go yeah, there. No, no, don't even touch the joke, Murder Mike. I don't trust you. Just leave it alone. Just leave <laughs> it alone. Battery. Yeah. Step, away, step away from the joke. Put your hands above your head and step away from the joke. 
step away from the joke. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I've taken everything I could bust you up to do that, but I will do it because right, there good. were 11 domestic disputes. Dang. fired calls, six intoxicated individuals, and three suicide threats. There were 10 disturbance calls, three stolen cars reported, two side calls, and five drug overdoses. Also this weekend, there were four commercial burglaries, two residential burglaries, and five armed robberies. Two of those were armed robberies to an individual. And that's a brief look at the darker side of Albuquerque over the weekend. Eddie and Dowd, back to you, gentlemen. Wow, great job there, Murder Mike. That's I a, barely that's keep a up when he's flinging those stats on me. Get all of this stuff right there. Back after a quick break, we'll be back to wrap the hour. Some more good stuff uh, happening here in the Kiva, as always. You'll definitely want to go ahead and uh, subscribe to our podcast uh, or go ahead and uh, subscribe directly at www.rockoftalk.chat. And when you go there, let me just tell you, you're going to get all of the good stuff that we talked about during our first hour. Yes, names were named and uh, people who donated to the Save Our City Pack, uh, your quote unquote Republicans all right there. And we'll talk about uh, more of that uh, here in the coming days. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM and Rock of Talk. The chill got to spill up my back. Keep me filled with satisfaction when we're done. Satisfaction of what's to come. I couldn't ask for another. No, I couldn't ask for another. Your groove got to deeply dig. No walls on the bridge. My cup of dish, my cup of dish, wish. Thank you, baby. I couldn't ask for another. No, I couldn't ask for another. Sometimes we just need to pick me up. Make us godlyagain.com.
Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. Memory Revitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go. 
Delight Tribe Called Quest, and we better come back in the final hour with <laughs> Digital Underground, the Humpty uh, Dance. We, we might. No, I think we will. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. You know uh, who was part of all that noise, right? That was uh, Tupac. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where yeah, he got his yeah. uh, he got his yeah. start. Mm-hmm. You know, he died right at the corner of where I worked at Koval in Paradise in oh, Vegas. Yeah. Did you know that? I uh, he didn't die. He was assassinated. Oh, well, <laughs> well when he was taken out. Biggie and Tupac, man, that was that was a that, that's them. You ever watch that, by the way? Oh, the documentary? Yeah, you're watching I, I that? should watch you it. You should yeah, watch yeah, that. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, that's talking about tribe. Yeah, very, very tribal. By the way, uh, as always, you want to subscribe to rockoftalk.chat. Uh, Dow's got all the uh, very funny stuff. Fun, weird, wild stuff. But funny stuff. <laughs> Horses ass. Uh, who's, whose birthday was it? Uh? I believe it was uh, Charles, the Prince of Wales. All right. I ready? did refer to him in a derogatory manner. Yes. Are you ready to get dated, folks? How old is he? unbelievable when you start thinking about how old he, this is why you need to subscribe to this stuff and you get all the stuff uh, that uh, Dowd uh, pushes out every single day news stories top 10 links now you go to the deeper dive with Dowd as well mm-hmm. I mean these guys are old Diana what she would be she'd be approaching her 70s at yeah. this point is that correct I believe so yeah my god we are old uh Prince William or excuse me Prince Charles how old is he I believe he is uh, 74. 74. Oh, that was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, uh, B- Big Bill is 74 today, too. Is he really? Uh, Big Bill, yeah. I referred to him this morning as a carpetbagging grifter and a Jeffrey Epstein associate. Yeah. Wow. There he is. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bill Richardson. Do you think he's getting the uh, Wagyu beef? Is he getting... Oh, better than that. No, yeah. sure he's having a lot more nice than pretty young all. thing waiting oh. for the king down in the jungle room. Wow. Ow! <laughs> They're at the Zorro Ranch. All right. Back third hour, commercial free, just for me and you. Right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. <laughs> 
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. This is a Fox News alert. In the hands of the jury, I'm Lisa Lissera. The men and women considering murder charges against an Illinois teen charged with murdering two men during last year's protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, will begin deliberating. The bill will fund major upgrades while creating good new jobs. Our plan will create millions of jobs and make our country stronger, safer, and more globally competitive without raising taxes on everyday Americans. Six teens are hospitalized after a shooting at a Colorado park. Police say the shooting happened just before 1 o'clock in Aurora. All of the victims are students at Aurora Central High School, which is just across the street from the park. Doctors say all the victims' injuries are considered non-life-threatening. According to police, there are multiple suspects in the case who are still at large. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Rockstar Radio is looking for a co-host. Yes, you heard me correctly. Nationally syndicated radio show and popular podcast. Rockstar Radio's Billy Gerard is looking for a co-host. In fact, two segment co-hosts. One will join Billy Weekly talking about all things financial and another for a weekly review of the national real estate and mortgage market. Co-hosting with Billy Gerard could be the move that puts your career into overdrive. For all the details and to schedule an audition with Billy, send an email to bill at rockstar.today. That's bill at rockstar.today. Or go to rockstar.today slash co-host for all the details. Rockstar Radio is looking for two expert co-hosts. It could be you. Email bill at rockstar.today or go to rockstar.today slash co-host. Being on the radio with Billy will make you the expert in the field. It could take your career over the moon. Get all the audition details at rockstar.today slash co-host. President Biden is continuing to call on the House and Senate to approve his Build Back Better plan, which he argues will help the American economy. Republican Congressman Carlos Jimenez tells Fox and Friends he believes that this plan may actually get through the House because he doesn't trust the moderate Democrats. Every single, you know, crazy leftist uh, agenda idea that's gone to Congress, they voted for. They voted with the progressives. So I don't know if there's any moderate Democrats left. They may say they're moderate, but they don't vote moderate. They vote with a progressive wing. And so I'll be uh, very surprised mm-hmm. if this thing doesn't pass at least through, you know, uh, the House. President Biden is highlighting a new executive order aimed at improving justice and public safety for Native Americans. He helped open a virtual tribal nation summit at the White House and said it's long overdue. The president also saying the United States must do more to support the dignity and sovereignty of tribal nations. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Calls for Cuban freedom are ringing out across South Florida as protesters are expected today on the communist island. Speaking from Miami's Freedom Tower, Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis 
says the Cuban regime is a cancer that has grown across portions of the Western Hemisphere. Here we are a whole generation after the defeat of the Soviet Union, after the collapse of communism in Eastern Europe, and you still have Marxism, totalitarianism. DeSantis also saying he feels the Biden administration needs to do more. I think that they're missing a historic opportunity uh, to be able to make common cause with people uh, who just want to be able to live in freedom, uh, want to be able to have a voice in the public affairs of their country, and want to move beyond this communist dictatorship. A country is beginning to lock down all of its unvaccinated citizens over the age of 12. The Austrian government has started a nationwide lockdown for unvaccinated people to combat rising coronavirus infections and deaths in that country. The move prohibits unvaccinated people 12 and older from leaving their homes except for basic activities. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Week 10 of the NFL season wraps up tonight with the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Kickoff set for just after 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van Ness, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with the purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. When auto theft occurs, your life changes. Auto thieves win, you lose. Don't risk the preventable crime of auto theft. Get Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device today. RevelcoNM.com, 
Alright, stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny. But yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink a ball of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to pump thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to pump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me. I like the rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy, I'm sick with this, straight gangs to Mac, but sometimes I get ridiculous, I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice, oh yo fat girl, come here, are you ticklish, yeah, I call you fat, look at me, I'm skinny, it never stopped me from getting busy, I'm a freak, I like the girls with the boom, I want Scott busy in a bathroom, I'm crazy, allow me to amaze thee, they say I'm ugly but it just don't faze me, I'm still getting in the geek, and I even got my own dance. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour here in the Kibo on AM 600 FM and rockoftalk.com. You, uh, by, by popular demand, you don't must even know what the Humpty Dance is, okay? That's why people turn in. That's why people turn in. <laughs> what is the Humpty Dance? I actually don't know. Do I? Do I? I think yeah. I might know. You'll have to remind me. Refresh my memory. Well, we, I know it's straight Gangster Mac. Straight Gangster Mac. <laughs> Come here, fat girl. Come here. Are you ticklish? I mean, this is really good stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Classic. Underground. Yeah. All the classics here. Uh, 1990. Oh my God, I'm old. <laughs> really? Is that really 90? That's yeah. funny. I think it was. I think I actually do know that. Uh, 550, 5500. We're going to drill down on all the news that is news here on this day, on this uh, wonderful. What is it? The Ides of November, a Native American celebration month. Did you know that? Now, do the Native Americans get the whole month? Because I know the no, Hispanic Americans half. Right, the half month. <laughs> Is everybody covered? We got to cover everybody, otherwise it's just not fair. Yeah, I got my. Uh, I don't know if I. I want to. So I got the Southwest Indian Foundation uh, catalog. Oh. I just want to put that out there. I am now on the mailing list there for those of you RockofTalk.tv viewers. Ooh, and they've got the. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Sleek, breathable, and comfortable masks. The Red Feather Collection, made locally, provides a quality mask with PM 2.5 high-grade filter. They say they're selling the, the masks, right? The sparsely populated Navajo Nation right there. Route 66, Arizona, Nuevo Mexico. And then on the front page, all, southwestindian.com. The very uh, glitzy, look at this. Look at this glitzy little very, shopping mag. Uh, remember East Bay? Uh, I was speaking of like, all the stuff I used to buy, I used to buy all the uh, NCAA stuff, and East Bay would send out there, and you'd be like looking for hours at the hats and the jackets and the you know swag of your favorite uh, you know college team. Southwest Indian Foundation, Squanto, the hero and inspiration for the first Thanksgiving. Is that true? I believe it is. Yeah. Squanto, there's there's Squanto. There it is, Squanto. You know, I don't know the Squanto story. Do you know the Squanto story? Uh, well, yes or no? Not as well as I should yeah, be. No, and no, what, no. One of the reasons I don't know it is there's quite a debate, and I don't know if I have my oh, file with of me course, about the debates. Yes, about the the who can claim 
the uh, real first Thanksgiving. This mm. is very, very interesting stuff. Mm. Uh, I we're, believe we're arguing about things that we can't change from <laughs> more than 300 and what is it? That would be 80 years ago. Yes. Right? 400 yes. years ago. Yes. That'd be yes. 400. Is that, uh, you know, say uh, 1492 and then 1620, right? So 1620 would be literally 401 years ago. Yes. Uh, is that the first Thanksgiving, right? Yes. It's, it's, it's very, Plymouth. yes. We land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed Plymouth. on us. <laughs> Do the hump de hump. It's been claimed in Do Virginia. It's been claimed in the Southwest. Okay. Uh, I think it's been claimed in Florida. There's quite a quite a debate about what the real first Thanksgiving. How would you say Squanto's name in whatever the uh, hmm. Mohican maybe or Mohican? Yeah. Or, uh, this is look Pequot? at these. These are beautiful. Look at this. Apparently they had felines. So when were felines introduced? Look at that. Oh. The Southwest Indian Foundation. They have an entire feline. Uh, etched polar bear Zuni artisan Cheryl Bakuya is the creator of this whimsical hand-carved hand-etched polar bear made of fish stone and topped with dragonfly of white shell. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of uh, Christmas gifts, there we go. The uh, heart of the desert red chili pistachio brittle. Was a uh, pistachio native to, you know, pistachio trees? Do we have those in the... American Southwest. Oh, did they come? Did they come over? Yeah. Who brought those? Was it the Spanish? Because I think that's cultural appropriation. Mm -hmm. I do not think that Native mm -hmm. Americans should be growing pistachios. And I think, you know, fancy tunics, playfully contemporary. Playfully, I like it when they always say playfully. <laughs> it's like a bunch of old ladies are getting together. It's like, oh, it's so playful. That's that cute. That's like a word that describes almost nothing. It's playful. Use that word in any uh, mixed company setting and you'll be okay. Oh, that's so playful. What do you mean by that? Um, then identify the Trump pin, identify, or you could identify the Biden Gore, you know, or excuse me, the uh, uh, Gore Lieberman. Gore Lieberman. Me, Gore yeah. Lieberman. Playfully contemporary with just a hint of the medieval. Did, they, did Indians, the Native Americans go through medieval times? Mm. Yeah. That's, that's curious, right? They like but, jousting tournaments like they, we had in Europe? <laughs> Could 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 they actually go through medieval times? That's that's a curious thing. It features a bold colors with ragged cut bottom, perfect with your favorite pair of jeans. There it is. Wow, very. Uh, it's just. Not is it okay to jeans. call Native American garb, jewelry? Where's Michael when we need it? Where's Toya yeah, when we need it? It's, it's like, can you call Native American garb ethnic, or is it native? Do you go native? Do you go ethnic? Are you offending anybody by saying ethnic? True. Am I offending 24 reservations and tribes and, and pueblos in the state of New Mexico by saying ethnic? Is ethnic not native? Mm. Right? We're the invaders. The Europeans yeah, are the right. invaders. So Ethnic says that you came here. Right. Native Correct. says you are here. Yes. Yes. Like you are with, we are with the land. That's right. We didn't come across any land bridge. They don't, they don't want to hear about uh, <clears throat> migration from Ooh, Asia. Ooh, look at these set of, I'm going to get you this for, uh, what do you say if I get you? I'm getting this is what I'm buying down <laughs> oh, for his thank you. He's uh these are a set of two Pueblo mugs. Oh, uh, Pueblo coffee mugs. Right. Uh, plus I'm gonna get you a rising sun if I buy you a rising sun tiger shirt, uh, uh tigers are Asian. Yeah, just, exactly. Like, we have jaguars in, in North America. I'm just wondering why these are part of the uh tiger is southwestindian.com. Like, how did that get there? Let's see. Maybe does cultural appropriation only go one way? 
Can you yeah, only the, appropriate? Right. Like, like, which way are you allowed to appropriate? I think that's important. Uh, the full list of the Thanksgiving debate is mm. May 1541, Canyon, Texas. June 1565, St. Augustine, Florida. April 1598, El Paso, Texas. El Paso. August 1607, Phillipsburg, Maine. Mm. 1607 and 1610, both in Jamestown. Uh, 1619 at Berkeley Plantation in Virginia, oh, and then 1621 yeah. in Plymouth, Massachusetts. So this has been this is there's every little region of the country claims their own. So many Thanksgiving, so many so little time. Yeah. I think you know what you know what makes me thankful the fact that we can argue about which Thanksgiving that <laughs> you're actually we we, we have very few problems left. Should Thanksgiving be in May? <laughs> should Thanksgiving be in in May or should it be in um you know like what what is what is we are officially out of problems in the United States. Yeah, I think, yes. uh, I don't know, I think we need to, I think we need to think. When the big story most days is people hurt over a, uh, over a resurfaced tweet from 2013, we know we're officially out of problems in the United States. We need to make a determination as to when the uh, Thanksgiving needs to be. Hmm. So we've got all these different, uh, so here's what Dowd's getting for Christmas. <laughs> the mug? He's getting a set of two Pueblo mugs. All right. These are these are uh, treat your feet to oh wrong one sorry oh these are foxy socks oh oh sorry about that these generous stoneware coffee mugs are wonderfully functional as well as being original works of art there is a mug uh, um, uh, art right in your right in your hand here we are so a a, they have a functional and a decorative uh, value okay yeah this is two for one I really a, a set of two. $44. Okay. Probably do better at the dollar store, but hey, you know, hey, to each his own. Would you be offended if I went to the dollar store? Uh, My, I I have two sisters. It's Uh, a thought that counts. I I tell this story to everyone I can meet. I have two sisters. Uh, One sister, if you wrote her a check for $35 million, she would not be caught dead in Dollar Tree. The other sister cannot wait. The first place she goes when she lands in the United States is Dollar Tree. Uh, the first place she takes me when she lands in New Mexico is Dollar Tree and just loads up on all of the fines uh, that she makes at Dollar Tree. So I have two very different sisters. Very, very different sisters. <laughs> Personally, I like Dollar Tree. I, that's good. It's better than Family Dollar. I think. You know, uh, if, you, if you open a Dollar Tree store in the South Valley, Dowd, it, hey, go, it goes out of business. Yeah, that was disturbing news. Yeah, we learned really, <laughs> the things what you learned thought on would show. have been a great... <laughs> When you laid out the business plan in front of your banker, it's like, I'm going to open up a South Valley Dollar Tree. <laughs> the fact that it went out of business. Let's see what else we got here. I got you. Have you ever pierced your ears? Oh, no, no. Okay, I missed good. that. Sitting Bull, Lakota warrior and defender of his people. Let's see what else we got. You said this is all available at southwestindian.com? Southwestindian.com, okay. yeah. I'm going to get my mask, my designer mask. Oh, yeah. We got, we, well, we're, we're never going to not be masked Ooh, in New Mexico. my favorite breed shirt. Look at that. Look Ooh. at that. Okay. For dog for dog lovers, you're okay. a dog. Were no, you wear one of those crazy dog? I love my doggy shirts. Uh, I have a problem with people who refer to themselves as dog parents, dog mom, dog oh, dad. Do you really? Yeah, I, you're, 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 your dog is your property. Love your dog. Take care of your dog. But the way the day you start conflating it with children, there's something very wrong with you. Hmm. Uh, artist Dean Russo is famous for his abstract portraits of cats and dogs. Okay, it, they're so abstract you don't even know if it's a cat or a dog. <laughs> there's like four legs. It's and, a petroglyph. <laughs> Oh, these beautiful works of art. I don't know. Show your support with this rescue shirt. Uh, it doesn't say anything about where the proceeds go to, but Dean Rousseau has uh, been, he's very artsy. Do you think Dean 
argues about the amount of money he gets from the proceeds for each one of those shirts. Mm-hmm. I would bet he does. Moccasins? Have you ever seen walk a walk a mile? A, never judge a man until you walk a mile in his moccasins. moccasins. Absolutely. So if I walk a mile in the moccasins, will you judge me anymore, Doubt? Uh, I've never judged you, sir. Oh wow. Let's see what else we. Of course, follow. Clip. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by a philosopher in New York. He said. When you refuse to judge someone, you refuse to take that person seriously. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's heavy. Think about that. Now, here's another cultural appropriation given the level of segmentation in our population. Wow, I'm like rapping. Is it is it all the uh, digital underground mm-hmm. tribe called Quest that's got me mm-hmm. rhyming and, you know, rapping and rhyming? Look, salsas. What are salsas doing? And then I thought they were, what about La Entrada? I you thought should that was, not. You should not have salsa. Salsa is a product of oh the oppressors. My God. It is a product. And the abusers of, and the exploiters. Oh and, my God! They should not have. They have, they're selling salsas. It is the peach salsa. Uh, where peach is native to? Besides Georgia, the peach state. Yeah, so that's, that's a sweet and spicy. They say. I'll tell you what. These uh, Native Americans in this, uh, let's see, Southwest Indian. They do know something about capitalism, huh? Mm-hmm. About blending of cultures, mm-hmm. introducing a four. That's nice. Five chili salsa, thick and chunky. Roasted tomatoes, jalapenos, chipotle, green chili, chili piquín, chili piquín, and a touch of habanero. A the feast. Southwest Salsa gift pack is forty-two dollars. They're making some money. Whatever happened this. to sharing? You know how we... much money is giving to the uh, restoration of the. Spanish, uh, you know, the historic Hispanic cultural center. I'd like to know. I think I thought Red Nation was opposed to capitalism. Forty-two uh, bucks for the South, Southwest Salsa gift pack. Is that really what it is? Right here, yeah, on the website. Fifty-two dollars for the magpie feather earrings. I don't know what those are, but I've got to have them. <laughs> I would love to tell my my ladies, you know, you know, at the you know, like the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the magpie feather earrings. Let's see what else we got. Route six, a lot of Route 66 stuff, a lot of uh, candles. Candles are easy. I mean, you can sell candles. Any, mm-hmm. They're native to everything. Fire, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hiawatha. Do you know anything about Hiawatha? I thought that's like Minnesota. He's Mohawk in Cayuga. Uh-huh. This is, I thought it was Southwest. I don't think Mohawk is, new. is Southwest. <laughs> is that cultural appropriation? No, I'd like to know, are, are you culturally appropriating Southwest. if you're a Southwest Indian and you're culturally appropriating Northeast Indian. Is that do you, do you think that they think that that's cultural appropriation between two different tribes, right? The Mohawks, or maybe even the Northeast. The Mohawk North, people Northwest. are from southeastern Canada and northern yeah. New York State. Northern New York State, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Mohawks. Yeah. What about a cocoa pelly? Oh, you know what? You know that you've really arrived when you've got a silver hair ponytail oh. trust fund baby that oh, oh. It arrives in either Corrales or yep. Santa Fe. Yep. And he starts decorating his address mm-hmm. with a Coco Pelli. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, you got to get to know that guy. Oh, and he suddenly has picked up the guitar and has a uh, was it Labradoodle? Uh, yes, uh, Labradoodle, Labradoodle or Golden Doodles. Yeah, Golden Doodle, Labradoodle. Yeah, the guitar, silver hair ponytail crowd, and rides his mountain bike a lot. He's oh, that's getting, huge. Yeah, getting getting the or that out. flat one where you're where you're you're flat. You know, you're horizontal, you're perpendicular with the oh, ground. Oh, the recliner. Reclining bike, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. really They love heading. those. Oh, they, man, those guys. And the Tibetan prayer flags, you have to have hanging up somewhere, you know. Where you, where well, what about the unfinished four-year degree? When it, <laughs> the unfinished yes. four-year degree in either history in Chicano or... Chicano studies or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
That just reminds me of my opener of the piece I posted earlier today. Uh, the denizens of Corrales, Taos, and Santa Fe would not have it in their homes. No. Uh, be, what am I talking about? Uh, New Mexico salt. Only Himalayan pink salt will do for the people uh, who live in Corrales, Taos, and oh Santa Fe. Oh, my gosh. Look at this level of exploitation. They're putting this poor Native American uh, family with bad dental work on oh. the, Yeah. Buy a food basket or a wood stove. For an Indian family, this look at this—they're exploiting their own people. Oh, that's like all in one. Here we go. I just want to make sure that everyone sees this freeze frame right there. Look at that. You see that, Dowd? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that is that heavy? Like sponsor a child in the third world. Kind it of is. Stuff, yeah. Or? It's like uh, what about those casinos that are making all that money? Couldn't they see <clears throat> you? What's in a Christmas food basket? A sixteen to eighteen pound turkey, ten pound sack of potatoes. That's rude. Ten pound sack of potatoes. Come on. Oh, pinto beans, four pounds. Ooh, best beans. So those Colorado pinto beans. Oh, those Navajo beans. Oh, my God. Have you ever had Navajo beans? I've had Navi tacos, which are delicious. Oh, the oh, Navajo beans. Bread? You want the pinto beans from the Navajo pinto Yeah, the beans. taco with the pinto beans. I mean, mm. it's, oh, it's No, these are, these are actually a specific brand of pinto beans oh, okay. that's grown in, in that area. Let's see. Uh, baking powder, an ounces, canned milk, sugar. Shortening, stuffing, coffee. My gosh. You're just like making these people fatter. Crackers, yams, peaches, pears, fruit drink, fruit drink. One gallon of fruit fruit drink. That's what you get in a Christmas food. That's not enough to go. Code Talker wood carving, $119. What? <sighs> hey, if they can get it, good for them. Uh, ooh, American flag with an eagle. Nothing screams Native American. <laughs> <laughs> Is what that, about the genocide? Was that is that cultural appropriation? Oh, I would oh. like to know. Can anybody tell me if that's that's strange? not Red Nation approved? No. American Do you flag? think Red Nation is on board with it? They should be protesting. Did this, they this, this did outfit. they did they approve the, the Southwest Indian Foundation? SouthwestIndian.com. Not cool. One eight hundred five zero four twenty seven twenty three. Did they approve of this catalog? Not cool, guys. Totem hoodie wrap. I mean, since Mike Rowe did his first three years on QVC, I mean, I got to I, I got to start moving some product. This is like a forty-five minute infomercial. <laughs> America's national parks. Oh my god, these are so they, Yellowstone. I'm sure it was called something before exactly. the Americans native. Exactly. Whatever that name is, is what we should probably that, name. You know, the national parks were well, that's land stolen from the native yeah, peoples. Totally. I mean, what, yeah, I agree. More tiger. Where do the tigers keep showing up? When did when was there the Southwest Indian native tigers? When did it that happen? It didn't happen. I know. Healing waters, not much water out there. Life lessons from a ranch horse. Let's see what, what else we have. More American eagles with the American. I don't know how that ends up in here. It's just great branding, great marketing. Oh, the rugs. Nothing says, nothing says like you've arrived in New Mexico like getting a native rug, gotta, right? You got to have it. It's just like Absolutely. the thing. It's not over the top, but it's there, and mm -hmm. you know the design is there. I think that's really important. Let's see what else we got. There it is, Dowd. Oh, there it is, the native code talkers. Dang. The people who literally saved America, right there. Now, look, full, be full beaded lanyard. Uh, Bubba Watson would mistake that for a noose. Where? At $57. Where's that? Uh, it's page? under miscellaneous gifts. Okay. Um, I'm, I, I don't have the catalog. I'm just looking online. You've got a full beaded lanyard. Very pretty. Mm. But it looks very much like a noose to me. Um, that could trigger some trauma. Yeah. Uh, some multi-generational trauma. Yep. Don't call Bubba. 
Do not use a rope to bring down the garage door. That's all I got. No, no, no never no, do it. No. You're going to hang somebody. Uh, fry bread. Look at this. A show or a whole book on fry bread. Oh, I'd be isn't, isn't the idea about the fry bread to say told in the lively? Remember, you want to use playful and you want to use lively. Yes. Like yes. value, yep, yep. neutral words that say that you are interested mm-hmm. and invested <laughs> in what's being said, but you may or may not actually have a judgment. So playful and lively are two words you want to use. Mm-hmm. Told on the lively impact. You know, well, you know, Dowd and I will never get invited to a single Christmas party, just so you know, just because no. we... <laughs> Why start now? I'm 49 years old. Just Still party. waiting for one Told in a lively and powerful. Oh, yeah. You got to use the word power. You got to drop that in. Powerful verse by debut. Is it really powerful if it's a debut author? Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to start there because then you can only go down. I think you want to say told in the lively and... I know creative. Mm-hmm. You know, think something along those lines. Told in lively and creative verse by debut author Kevin Noble Millard. Do do Native Americans only have three three names? Yeah, it's more of a Southern thing. Yeah, I think so. How do they? Is that cultural appropriation? If you have three names, I think so. Uh, for the record, this is another example. And Eddie, this is it's a concept you floated to me, which I just I'm not from here, and, yeah. I'm, not, and I'm not trying to. I didn't. I was a libertarian before I came to New Mexico. I'm still a libertarian. You know, mm-hmm. I was a golden retriever guy before I came to New Mexico. I'm still a golden retriever guy. That's good. Dedicated. What I what's, what interested me about Eddie about this, this particular argument Eddie's made that has been seeping through my brain over the months is is the is the notion that the silver ta- <laughs> hair ponytail people coming yeah. here and being kind of empty inside. No, they are and, no, without value. But I think what you're talking about, I think there's this phony baloney cultural appropriation where yeah. everyone's offended. You're talking about something much deeper which is a kind of a spiritual core emptiness. And oh, yeah. they love to buy this stuff and adorn their homes with it. They're and somehow so, it makes all, them better yes. people. They're I, all sociopaths. They're all polyamorous <laughs> and they all smoke weed. I think there's a lot like of like silver hair ponytail crowd. Yep. You can identify yep. them by three <laughs> values. They all have multiple sexual partners, right? I think that's, that's fair to say. Yep. And multiple failed relationships. Yep. That, that, that's pretty fair. <laughs> they all have ample uh, resources. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like there's not a single silver hair ponytail guy is like didn't benefit from a father that they hated. Yep. They yep. absolutely hated to the nth degree. Uh, right? Daddy was like uh Horrible. Daddy, daddy was in the law firm of uh Wendell Wilkie, you know, like and they got old money and they and, and they can come right? here and make complete yeah. fools of themselves. Yeah. And they all own some sort of sport sporty euro vehicle. Yep. Like an Audi. Oh they yeah. All own an Audi oh, a domestic car. Oh my god. Yeah, they jump in that. <laughs> And they, they're really into biking shorts. Oh, big time. I yeah. don't know yeah. which silver hair ponytail guy, but they, they walk around. They're looking for value. They love weed. That's oh, what, yeah. You know, the weed they're not driving around their, an F-150. No, no. no, no. It's a VW or a Volvo. Absolutely. Prius, of course. Yeah, yeah, there we go. But, but Eddie, I, I do think, and it just didn't occur to me until you've, over, over the months, you've kind of injected this idea into my head. And I do, you know, I do spend a lot of time in Corrales. I won't name names, but... I, I do think there's this emptiness with these people and they kind of feel like I can appropriate whether it's native American culture, Spanish culture, I can come here and somehow be a better person than yeah. I was back there. And that's why when people say, well, you're not from here, Dowd Musk. And I say, but I, I really haven't changed that much. I, you know, I, I, I didn't come here because I was dead inside and I was looking to grab a hold of little trinkets and hang the right things in my windows and somehow derive some meaning for that from that. Yeah. And Eddie really introduced me that to, to that concept. And only he, only he and other observant natives here, native New Mexicans, would know that phenomenon. There's some pretty loathsome people who who uh, follow that pattern. They, those people exist. I've it's seen it, them. It is. It's a paradigm. They adopt it. 
they come in, they've got money, they come here, they adopt culture, yep. and they're super uber liberal, right? And they all come from a lot of money, and then they all culturally appropriate. They they wear you know a sarape or some oh, sort yeah. of a, a blanket. Yep, yep. They have their home is definitely Adobe, no doubt about it, right? Is that, like every one of them, they own an Adobe home. They're doing something that's either nonprofit or they work Big for the time. government. Big time. By and large, they work for a nonprofit. They and they give lockstep to liberal uh, causes, yeah. the Democratic Party. They they never really look at New Mexico and say. Hey, they've been kind of doing the same thing for 90 years and yeah. it's not really working. Maybe we need to kind of bust out and some new ideas. They're not interested in new ideas. And they all have their Jamaican Caribbean story where they oh, went to Jamaica yes, or the Caribbean. It's very big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They've, uh, like all, they've, all, they've, all, smoke, uh, they've yep. all smoked pot in the Caribbean at some point. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, all, and a lot of their kids, if they if they did raise kids here, mm-hmm. uh, those kids did not go to government schools. They went to private schools. So oh, yeah. They're hypocrites. The the, yeah. They spent like. 30 grand a year yep. on some weird school oh, yeah. and they all came from that same exact product. And, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they, but they all believe that, you know, public it, it's a real phenomenon. Be, you're, yeah. you've, you've nailed it. I mean, and, and I, and once you, uh, once you woke me to it, I, I noticed it everywhere now. <laughs> it's like, I wish you hadn't put that idea in my head. They all, yeah. they all have a different, they definitely have a coffee that they've all prepared. Oh my goodness. When oh. they order, pay attention to their order. It'll tell you every, they, Either their cocktail order or mm-hmm. their coffee order. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you just light foam. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> not heavy, not medium. Yeah. And yeah. They, they know exactly the way they like their scone. Oh, the scones are very big. Yeah. Scones, scones are huge. Is, is big. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah. very big. Yeah. And, uh, I literally was walking in Corrales a couple of weekends ago. I won't name names. And I was with someone. Oh, we're sort of forced together, not by choice. And she went by a neighbor's house and they were reading the Sunday New York Times. And she said, <laughs> I can't wait to get back to my house so I can read my Sunday New York Times. Oh, and I just said, yeah. do you people know what caricatures you are? Really? The enlightened, you know, the enlightened free thinking people who all do the same thing. <sighs> they always, when they whip out their wallet, it's always an interesting thing. Like, look at the, the way that they pay for things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the Apple Pay. Okay, yeah. But somehow they always seem to have a lot of cash. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll pay for things a certain way, but it's it's always a lot of cash. You run into them in Corrales in Santa Fe and uh, Taos. Uh, and the ones that go to Taos never leave Taos. Oh, no, no, no. There's a lot they, of buses they can live in. in they, they, a lot of buses. they literally stay up there. So there Ladies and gentlemen, you will never do anything more amusing than drive through Taos with Eddie Aragon with the, with the live action commentary coming out of him. It's one of the, I, I'll put it on my list of 10 greatest things I've ever done in my life. Why, why is that bus there? Another abandoned bus. What's wrong with these people? It's hilarious. You had to be high for something to happen a certain way uh, yeah, when you're driving through a certain part. That was a very enjoyable time, uh, my friend. So I appreciate that. Anyway, uh, hopefully that was a uh, humorous uh, trip through cultural appropriation, silver hair ponytail crowdism. And an amusing diversion on a Monday and, evening. And I think important, I think, as we uh, look forward on the. But, but I would say this. It's fun to make fun of them, but they could have come here and helped the state and they don't help oh, the yeah. state. And, and that, no, that makes me mad. No, they're totally helping. You have no idea. Uh, the amount of nonprofits and farmers markets and, and uh, farmers yeah, like farmers they're always markets. at the farmers market. That's true. Like that's if you true. want to get ripped off, go to somebody who's doing all this homegrown yeah, stuff and true. he sells you a bag of something yep. and you're like, yep. oh no, I'm totally happy to pay $25 for three ounces of that. Yeah. yeah be, oh, because you do it yourself in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this guy's right down the street. I'm going to pay him $25. <laughs> for works. some lavender stuff. Yeah. That he yeah, lavender's very big with them, yes. <laughs> They're all lavender. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and by the way, for the people who don't delve into that, who just like the hoity-toity, you know, northeast tight stuff, but 
once in a while they'll sort of slum it mm-hmm. in Corrales mm-hmm. and sort of like do like they're all they're all polyamorous folks. Every one of these people, yeah. trust me, they're just like stuff going on. There. Yeah, they're they're not into stable relationships or anything like that. They're all about getting out and exploring, touching Indians. Right. Oh, that's huge. Oh, that's yeah. touching Indians. That's uh, that's well, the, and you know, I I shouldn't say this because I'm I'm a hypocrite on this issue. Although I have supported other children, they're not big on having kids. No, uh, I walk. No, I, they, I'm they a, are, I'm in Corrales a lot, and there are 50. no kids, and they no, you know, they are at at 50 years of age. Somehow later in life, okay. Somehow it, it all dawns on them all at once. <laughs> that's right. I got to give something. The biological back, clock they, like, is thundering. <laughs> like enough of those late night, you know. Uh, yeah. What what's that? Sally Struthers. Okay, yeah. Like somehow yeah. the Sally Struthers. <laughs> I don't know right. what level of THC that is in your uh, head. Yeah. That you finally get to, yeah, but you yeah. get to that level of THC. It's like, oh my god, I I really went a deep dive. Yep. Right. Yep. And they do the deep dive of the THC, and Sally Struthers emits from their head. And they're like, oh. I'm going to sponsor an African child. Right. Like, I'm right. no longer sp- sponsoring an African or Central male. I'm actually adopting a Central American or African child. It looks good when you're walking around the neighborhood. It does. Yeah. I mean, nothing oh. says that you care about the future of this earth than, you know, getting another child. Well, as I mentioned in the piece today, um, they will not have New Mexico salt. They can only have pink Himalayan salt because, <laughs> okay, what would the neighbors think if they had regular New Mexico salt and not pink Himalayan salt? What's next? Non-artisanal bread? A NASCAR poster? A MAGA hat? In Corrales? I can make fun. Oh, I certainly hope you got all this, folks. (laughs) All right. My God. Sorry, we were going to get into so much else, but the moment you open up the SouthwestIndian.com catalog and and, uh, decide that you're going to start looking at the levels of a cultural appropriation Uh and hypocrisy that goes on just there, Uh I was like, yeah, I should order a mask. Yeah, I should order of a, a New Mexican hat. I'm like, no, these people don't deserve a dollar or an ounce of my time. So, yeah, Dowd had no idea that I was going to go down. Well, I mean, I just the only question is, did the did the governor who last night flew to D.C. did she bring any of these wonderful trinkets to her fellow moonbats back east who are going to want this kind of stuff? She uh, attended the signing of the infrastructure bill. She did Dowd must do three point seven billion billion dollars. Here we go, manna from heaven or from Biden. That's right. Coming straight to New Mexico, just so you know, she's literally confirming her reelection in 2022, D-Dad uh-huh. Uh You get $3.7 billion, half of the budget, roughly, you know, 40 to 45% of the budget. Pretty hard to go wrong. Uh, I guess we didn't get, what was it, nineteen twenty billion for Rona, and now we're getting mm-hmm. an additional 37 Eighteen point two plus three point seven carry the one. Right. We're looking at uh, twenty one point nine billion dollars, nearly twenty two billion dollars for the um, Michelle Newham Lujan Grisham reelection fund. I mean stimulus package mm, for New Mexico. <clears throat> so this infrastructure bill that got signed today does that does uh, Joe Biden know what he signed? <laughs> I'd like to know. We have part. some evidence that he's not really all there. So they created this infrastructure crisis according to the Cato Institute. Dowd. Mm. Fabricated in order to get Congress to do what it always does, which is spend more and more money on problems that are perceived to exist but actually don't exist. What can you tell us about this infrastructure bill? I have not paid any attention. I was hoping it gets uh, shut down. I think Joe Manchin thought that he was going to have some level of impact, but uh, nonetheless, it passes. And an additional you know, trillion dollars plus uh, is uh, being spent by the federal government. Yeah, I mean, this is great work by my my pal, uh, Randall O'Toole, who I occasionally uh, con- converse with, probably one of the few de- transportation analysts in this country who actually looks at the numbers and doesn't just, you know, wax nostalgic about all these wonderful things we're going to bring back, you know, rail travel and all that kind of stuff. Half 
of the transportation dollars in the uh, what are they calling it? Is it what is it? The recovery? What is it? Inf- recovery Act. Yeah, re- yeah. Well, technically infrastructure, but if it's infrastructure that does not facilitate the movement of people and goods, does it really count as infrastructure? Half dedicated to Amtrak and urban tra- transit modes of transportation that carry, you guessed it, less than one percent of passenger tra- passenger travel in our country, and no freight. Uh, it's all based on the presumption that automobiles are evil, and the primary goal of government should be to wean Americans off the automobile. We spoke about the new Las Cruces elected councilor last week, uh, who said people are driving too much. We can, we can't have them. We can't have them doing that. Uh, now, I'll, I'll give the Senate. Hey, any Republican who does something good, I'll give you the kudos. Senate Republicans got half of the transit money stripped. Uh, it was proposed originally at 80 billion, so they're going to get half of that. But as Randall says, the reality is that transit. And intercity passenger trains are obsolete technologies that only survive because of giant taxpayer subsidies. And this other issue, which they're always running their mouths about, Republicans and Democrats alike in New Mexico, rural broadband. Somehow we're going to revive rural America with you know billions and billions and billions of dollars in, in you know subsidized uh, broadband out in rural America. You know, it's it's amazing. Heinrich is big on this. Our our senior senator, he's got this uh, plan for you know reviving rural New Mexico. The policy entrepreneurs, political entrepreneurs, they've noticed, hey, we spent all this money on the inner city in the United States. We spent trillions and trillions of dollars on the inner city in the United States. Of course, it didn't really work. And in fact, it made a lot of social socioeconomic conditions worse. But we're now going to do that to rural America because rural America, frankly, is hollowing out. People tend to want to live in the suburbs that are closer to the big cities. But, you know, the way I see it as a person who loves rural America, grew up in rural America, I, I literally grew up outside of the Hartford metropolitan statistical area. We were in the woods on the Massachusetts-Connecticut border. You take the good and the bad when you move to a city. If you want to live in Albuquerque, okay, you're going to have more restaurant choices. You're going to have faster broadband. You're also going to have a lot more crime. If you live in rural America, you may not have great broadband speed, but you're going to have the best night views of, of your life. You're going to have more wildlife. It's going to be safer out there. So the idea that $65 billion more in subsidies for rural broadband in the United States, I didn't. Does no one know that we're at 28? I think are we past 29 trillion yet in the, in the national debt, and we're just going to pump trillions more into this? And I, I had a quote I think in the Daily Blast today or yesterday. Someone at the White House said that um, another two trillion in spending will not add to the deficit. Oh, okay, two trillion in spending of money we don't have is not going to add to the deficit. Okay, it, Here we it's going to be a long run good idea. 139 okay. trillion if we're actually looking at it. 903 thousand. 906000 for each taxpayer at yep. this point, if you're looking at the uh, actual... The whole thing, the unfunded you know, liabilities. That's, that's right, yep. the U.S. debt clock in real time, baby. Yep. Here we are. We are at $28.966 trillion. Billions and billions. billions. and We're beyond billions. All right. Uh, we I got a couple of other things. And speaking of Michelle Lujan Grisham being there, she was actually in Morning Joe this morning. <laughs> she was. Uh, and uh, was she ever? She showed up on camera in a effing mask yeah in a studio yes in an effing mask i'll have that picture for you in the notes tonight yeah Uh. biden designed by bipartisan infrastructure she was there with morning joe in an outlandish uh little setup even morning joe wasn't wearing the mask that that (laughs) cuck you know i mean and and here we go we look at this uh, uh unbelievable stuff i mean at this point if she's wearing a mask on screen is she not wearing a mask when having sex. Oh, dear Lord. This woman is an embarrassment <clears throat> to our state. The <laughs> biggest embarrassment New Mexico has ever seen. Canada's chief public health officer has issued safe sex guidelines for the coronavirus pandemic dated September 8, 2021, including 
recommending that you wear face masks during sexual encounters with someone outside your quarantine group. Sex can be complicated in the time of COVID-19, especially for those without an intimate partner in their household whose sexual partner is at a higher risk. <laughs> All right, we'll see you bright and early tomorrow, folks, uh, right here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a happy Monday evening. <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. Thanks for listening. KIVA Albuquerque. And when you have to fire it, people will replace it for free.